Hey everyone, welcome to Food Science, <laughs> uh, the only podcast about eating old nachos with possibly sour cheese, <laughs> possibly poison cheese. Uh, I'm Ryan Salisbury. <laughs> That's Chris Nivens eating, which is my favorite <laughs> podcast bit. <laughs> uh, I'm so uh, hungry. So uh, today in in food science, uh, we're covering types of business under American law. Mm-hmm. Um, so last week we we had planned to do like a news episode, but then uh, we got lazy. You know, we both had to we both had to campaign for office. You know, I'm the president of the United States, and I had to do a bunch of rallies. And uh, Chris was running for what were you running for? Um, bullwhip of the BDSM minority <laughs> party. Uh, and we, we did very well. Yeah, how'd your election go? Well, um, were you my, running on a, on a party line? My undead comrade was voted in in Nevada. Um, okay. Yeah, because as soon as Republicans die, they become comrades. Right. Um, <laughs> it reverses their value politically, and so... It's the best contribution they can make. Yeah, yeah, by dying. That's why we have to actually kill them, because it's an automatic conversion. Yeah. Um, that's how we save social democracy. Yeah. Yeah. That's how you, how you make more leftists. You just... Yeah. Kill Kill right wingers. The right wingers. (laughs) (laughs) So completely opposite advice of of uh, what Stephen Colbert gave today. Oh, Stephen, which is I love you as a person. Yeah, I I cannot get over that shit. It was Um, pretty disappointing. Yeah. So today today is the day that uh, everyone collectively freaked out about Tucker Carlson being harassed at his home. Oh yeah. So all all the Democrats were like, "Oh, you poor baby. Are you okay? Did the mean leftist hurt you?" Hey, hey, leftists! Why don't you stop attacking them and giving them <laughs> talking points so they can make themselves out to be victims? Right. I love I love how much that happens on a regular basis, especially now, of course. But it's so weird that like as soon as as soon as the like actual left does anything worth anything, suddenly the Dems are just crawling up our fucking pipes, like complaining about our behavior. And then the right is like, well, we didn't actually ask you to do that, but that works. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Sure. I love resisting the right by By cooperating on their side. (laughs) (laughs) Saying, please be nice to them, everyone. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Oh, my God. So we have a platform where we we get about 100 downloads a week. Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, Tucker Carlson has about 3 million viewers. So. You know, obviously, all we have to do is, you know, just engage with them in the marketplace of ideas. Right. We're both basically Patently equal obvious. there, yeah. you know. So, mm-hmm. you know, our 100 uh, leftist weirdos that are all friends with me on Twitter <laughs> that listen to our <laughs> podcast uh, definitely are going to be able to do something about the white nationalist problem. With yeah. Three million viewers of Tucker Carlson's show. For sure. Yeah. Easily. Yeah, I mean, because it's only Tucker Carlson. Yeah, you know, we don't have to worry about anybody else. Like, yeah. Richard Spencer. Fortunately, or power McInnes. doesn't exist. So, yeah. like, as long as we get, we have more people on our side than we win. Right. And exactly. Hillary yeah. won by three million votes. So, yeah. I think we're pretty safe. Yeah, that's equal to the number of people that Tucker bad Carlson wins by. So, you know, we'll just we'll just um, suck on Hillary for a yeah. bit and. Uh, and that'll equalize everything. And equality is what we want, right? right? So we'll, you know, the equilibrium of the market, uh, checks and balances, yeah, 
Yeah. See, the problem with with like Nazi Germany is not enough people put Hitler on the radio. Yeah, they they should have put more Hitler on the radio. They should just, have had like gramophones on every street corner blaring yeah. out his speeches. Yeah. And and then because people would realize like that that he's a, a violent murdering psycho. Like, oh no, that's wrong. Yeah. I There's no way that anyone would ever that. like make false equivalencies between what he does and what. Right. German leftists yeah. were doing at the time, you yeah. know. And it's not like, I mean, it's it's not like you can like change people's minds. No. By engaging with their wrong, they have thinking. their mind made up. They just need to hear yeah. whether or not they approve of an yeah. idea. Everyone's essentially good and yeah. also right. Yeah. But they just can be wrong about how they're. Right. Sometimes they just go a little too far. And right. Just need to. Yeah. Meet like in the oh oh, you're just having a little tantrum, boo yeah. boo. You're just voting Republican because you're dumb. And a and yeah. a coward, and because Some you don't people, fundamentally understand like human behavior and economics, and you're like just an exaggerated version of a liberal. Yeah. Some some people, you know, uh, some people, their political opinion is I'm going to go to church and and murder twelve people. Right. Um. Or a it's, bar. It's almost the same people. as just going to church for other reasons. Right. And then but they and decided then other, other people are like, oh, I'm going to go yell at Tucker Carlson and tell him he is a dick mm-hmm. and he likes to pee-pee and poo-poo in his diaper. Right. And those really both the same thing. Yeah. Um, They're both church. Yeah. Exactly. So. But also both, you know, um, a horrific assault on our, our republic, which is sacred and can't be changed and should never be changed <laughs> because it's based on um, the principles that were laid down by a bunch of rebel barons in the 1200s in England. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I love those that, guys. That's about right. That's about right. Yeah, they're actually really cool. If you look into it, they're mm-hmm. very cool people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very um, good people. They read. People they read books. They yes. read a lot of books. Yep. Which was really uncommon back then because, you know, between like apps and Twitter and, you know, Twitch streams, mm-hmm. people who read books are like really smart. Oh so. yeah, yeah. If you can pronounce the word, then you know exactly what it means and why you should yep. use it. Yeah. yeah. You know. Um, everyone else back in the day was just like grown turnips. Yeah. They're stupid. And they yeah. did, all dumb, they knew how to do is grow stupid turnips. Stupid and dumb. Yeah. Yep. Dumb, stupid idiots. Yep. They, they probably voted for Trump back then. Mm-hmm. The peasants. Mm-hmm. I think so. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. That's, that's, I mean, that's why it was called the dark ages because everybody was just voting for Trump. People, right. You know, yeah. And, plus, you know. um, plus Ben Franklin, he invented glasses, I think. Yeah. And America. That's cool. America. Cool guys America. do stuff like that, right? USA. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so anyway, uh, on the subject of really cool people and cool topics, we're talking about uh, <laughs> types of businesses today. <laughs> on the subject of structural inequality. <laughs> <laughs> you know, not many people probably know like what, like I'm sure everyone knows like the different types of businesses, not all of them, I'm sure, but like. You know, There's people like tall know like businesses, short businesses, yeah, white Facebook, businesses, black businesses, Twitter, uh huh, um, Instagram, like businesses who fuck fellow businesses, Facebook, and businesses who fuck nonprofits. What Twitter, Facebook, and Twitter, uh huh. Did I say Instagram? Uh, Instagram, uh huh. I think that's all all three types of businesses. Those those are all the businesses. Yeah. Now. You got you yeah. got uh, everything else is you just got photos, you know. You got microblogs and then mm-hmm. you got uh talking to your racist uncle. Right. Those are the three types under American law. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um <laughs> yep, basically. <laughs> everything else is just worker power all the way. Yeah. Oh man, speaking yeah. of Instagram, I saw this thread today that somebody posted that was like 
examples of uh, Instagram models pretending to be black. I saw that. Oh my yeah. fucking god! And there were all these like people like standing for them, like defending them doing like, that. What and they're the like, fuck? They're like, whoa! That picture when they were white was like six years ago. Come on, man. When like, they were oh, white. did they turn black between then and now? Right. <laughs> like, oh no, she moved to Bali. Like, oh, uh-huh. oh, she moved to Bali. Mm-hmm. Okay, she's black now. Right, that, cool. That's, that's what makes you black. Yeah. <laughs> Living what in Indonesia. F- yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, uh, different types of businesses. <laughs> so, uh, you know, people know, I'm sure, like, what, Speaking what types Speaking of people exist. pretending to be other things. <laughs> right, uh, but... But what are the actual differences? Like, mm-hmm. what? Like, why do they exist? I guess is is the question. So first, we'll go over the different types yep. and what their advantages and disadvantages mm-hmm. are, and that would that will hopefully help us understand like why certain types exist, yeah. um, why they are tolerated or even encouraged by you know the state. Yeah, and which one you should use for your anarchist pirate crew. Exactly. Yeah, we're really into that. Yes. So, first we have. The corporation, the the world famous corporation that everyone knows and loves. V O C, V O C, V O C, V O C. He's saying V O C if you can't understand uh, food. Yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, if you haven't heard our V O C episode, check that one out because we we start to talk about different types of companies in that one. Yep. So this is sort of a follow up on that. Um, yeah, yeah. So a corporation is. Uh, is actually an artificial person or legal entity managed by a board of directors uh, that elect officers to run the business. So like, you know, people say that corporations are legally persons and that's not an exaggeration. They literally are. Yep. That, that sentence was taken almost word for word from the Virginia uh, office of corporate registrar or Mm -hmm. whatever the fuck it's called. They have to be at least 18 before they can vote or smoke or view pornography. Right. And I'm pretty sure Um, they can also be sent to jail. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, you can have sex with a corporation beyond that age as well, right. although it may differ according to the state that you live in. Yeah, only if they're sober. Yeah, only if you get right. verbal and enthusiastic yep. consent. Yep. Um, many Don't corporations... sexually assault anyone. Not even a corporation. That's not cool. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> many corporations uh, maybe may pursue degrees, um, yep. go into professions, or some mm-hmm. may just work at McDonald's. You know? Yeah. Yeah. You know. That's um, actually sort of they're true. They're basically victims. It's actually sort of true. There are some corporations that work at McDonald's. <laughs> like their trash service. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're talking about like the services. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like yeah, they get hired within, by McDonald's. Uh-huh. The yeah, space so of another. Yep. They're, they're technically employees because they're persons. Yeah, you're talking about like vendors and shit. Yeah. Basically. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Yep. Um, the little guy. So in corporations, officers, directors, shareholders, and members are not liable for the obligations of the corporation. So if the corporation goes into a bunch of debt, so if if Netflix tanks tomorrow, mm-hmm. then nobody who works for Netflix or owns Netflix shares is going to have to like pay their debt. Their shares are just like worthless. They're just zero. Yeah. Or next to zero. So I mean if you buy a share, like you technically can't lose more than you paid for it. Because the share can't be worth negative right. dollars, so you <clears throat> right. can't ever owe money. You can only lose the money that you uh, paid for it. Right. Even if it goes like to a low amount, you can still recover some of it. Maybe not right. a lot, but yeah, you know. Hmm. Hmm. Um. So there's a couple different types of corporations. Um, okay. One of the newer ones is uh, called a benefit corporation, and um, that is a. Oh, I guess I should go over it's stock. Much and like. Much like. Um. 
the concept of like a uh never mind i fucking lost it i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> um so i'm gonna backtrack i'm just gonna hit all yeah go, go, so, go for it <laughs> Um, in the, in the subtypes of corporations, we have mm-hmm. a stock corporation, which is the type we're mm-hmm. most familiar with. They issue shares to stockholders who then own equity in the corporation. Okay. And, uh, if you don't know, equity just means like a uh, proportion of ownership, basically. basically. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's also non-stock corporations, which have members, uh, but not owners. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, Chris commented in our show notes, what, what is the technical difference between members and owners? And I think, mm. I think in this case, members just means like employees. Ah, uh, yeah. So, okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so non-stock corporations are usually used for nonprofit organizations. Mm-hmm. So they are corporations, their, um, members and officers are shielded from liability, but they, they don't issue shares and people don't have equity in the corporation. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah. So I don't know how, like, I guess if they don't have owners, then um, yeah, well, I, know well, it, with this. I mean, it can't exist if they don't have owners. Yeah, how, right. Well, that's what I was thinking. How can you like, trust a corporation that has no owners? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it, 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 it's it must legal, be chaos. It's a legal person that can't be killed. Right. That's basically what it what it is. Oh my god. Yeah. Have we discovered the well of eternal life? Yeah. So if you want, if you're looking for immortality, <laughs> like one of those Silicon Valley guys, just uh, incorporate yourself as a non-stock corporation. Yeah. yeah. And uh, you, just... you can't be owned. <laughs> yeah. You can have members. Um, mm-hmm. I, I have. I mean, who doesn't want members? I have at least two members. Yeah. Oh. Um, yeah. And then, yeah. And then you'll live forever because yeah. you can't be sold or dissolved or anything yeah. like that. Eldritch Corporation. Someone throws you yeah. into a vat of acid. You're right. like, bitch, I'm a non-stock sure. corporation. Please. I can't be dissolved. I can't be owned. Can't be dissolved. Not my charter. Right. Sorry. <laughs> it's against Try the, again, buddy. It's against the law. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to feel real stupid when the SEC comes yeah, through here. Right. <laughs> Tomorrow, you're going to wake up with a big fucking headache and wonder, why did I do that? <laughs> um, so, among stock corporations, there are benefit corporations so a benefit corporation is is like it's like a nice stock it's like a person with benefits yeah okay yeah exactly yeah. yeah it's a corporation you can have sex with nice yeah <laughs> so not all of them most corporations are ace but right. i mean the bigger the better benefit corporations yeah. uh they fuck nice yeah they're the big dicked corporations okay okay um yeah and it, and they are a they. They're not. This is they. Yeah. 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 I mean, as um, long as they so choose. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, there's also uh, cooperatives, mm-hmm. which are mm-hmm. the the favorite of leftists, which are oh, yes. stock or non-stock corporations uh, organized to conduct business for the mutual benefit of its members. But that's stupid. Yeah. No. I don't, yeah. Obviously. I don't like that. Um, so benefit like, corporation is anybody. a public benefit, and a cooperative is benefit for its members. Uh-huh. So. I wonder if you could be a, a cooperative benefit corporation or a benefit cooperative. Who knows? I'm I'm strangely aroused it's right like a, now. Yeah, it's <laughs> like a huge orgy. Yeah, going on there. Mm. It's weird. Mm. Uh, I don't know about that actually. Mm. Um, but no, no, we must not participate in this horrific system. <laughs> we have to do other things like hide in the woods and eat bark. Yeah, exactly. Um, so uh, I got into a discussion recently with a few people about. Uh-huh. Whether or not we, we should do leftist business, uh-huh. one of my favorite things to argue about on Twitter. Oh yeah, <laughs> and uh, one of the things that came up was like, 
oh, uh, we should do cooperatives and not like corporate corporates corporations or corporate businesses or whatever the fuck. But like cooperatives are corporations and yeah. and they can issue stock. So yeah, under the law as it stands, <clears throat> like we always have to respond to the particularities of our system as it is. You know, it's yeah. a contextual thing. And like yeah, cooperatives are a fucking legal form of cooperation in our current economy yeah. with our government as it is. So it's like if you're trying to be like uh like a technical purist, then like where does that land you? Like if they just allow it, then fucking do it. In yeah. my opinion. You know, as long as it's actually functioning as it's intended, as you intend it to be, you know. Sorry, go on. Yeah, and like um I, I've been thinking about this this week. Like um a lot of uh, corporate stock is is owned by institutions and not necessarily just businesses. So, like, yeah, one way that uh, we could, you know, get funding for leftist orgs that aren't businesses is like, let's say we have you have a, a cooperative and it's a stock corporation. Uh, what if you like donate shares to the DSA? Or something like that, and they so they oh would, yeah they would that own would equity in your corporation yeah you would just politicize your stock you'd be you'd be accountable to them in some way because they would they would have some right. equity in your corporation which uh, there's pressure because of their shareholding um, and it would a be a way for them to say like oh yeah we have this much we have like capital now right and right we could conceivably sell that once it becomes more valuable. Right. Um, and they could use that to get funding in other ways. Right. Um, and again, and like if if the DSA wanted wanted to partner with some cooperative businesses, mm-hmm. um, then they could hold them accountable to, you know, whatever they're supposed to be doing. Right. Because they they, again, have equity in the in the cooperative. Exactly. So that's so that's two things. One is we're addressing the uh, the need to uh contextually understand uh the dynamics of like legal forms of organization and business yep. right in order to understand how quote unquote capital actually works mm-hmm. um versus how it's maybe been theorized in past uh environments because it worked in a uh, few ways before you know 200 years ago 100 years yeah. ago 50 years ago before and, they had tanks exactly and drones and, and, drones. and surveillance cameras yeah and like yeah. mass communication the way that that's we the thing that always gets me about yeah people holding on to these like old revolutionary strategies like right there's zero fucking account zero chance yeah. there's zero chance of us having a revolution yeah none at all we're talking about revolution as in a violent insurgency yes yeah yeah like you could give every single woke proletarian a weapon uh, you know an and you M16. get fucking grassed yeah, yeah yeah you'll yep. just get murked by a just, fucking drone from a mile yep. away yep by a guy who's sitting in an air-conditioned room like there's no oh, yeah, fucking chance yeah. that's of the a, thing is like they, they have to just go and i can't give you the visual audio wise but imagine my index finger just going boop yeah. onto a button and that's them going <laughs> and all of us in the neighborhood is we're gone yeah yeah but then um, they'll feel sad about it. But then, yeah. They'll be like, oh, I've been traumatized. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I think I had baloney today. Like, dude, the U.S. military could do a year-round siege of, like, every country on Earth. 
if they felt and still like, have yeah. munitions left over. Yeah, if they felt like it was truly, truly zero sum, they would just shit in everyone's mouth. Yeah. Yep. They could, I mean, like, your entire fucking, like, revolutionary battalion could be wiped out in one second by an A-10's exactly. cannon. And this is where we have to talk about things like we need, actual leverage. Yeah, we need other we need other strategies to get power than LARPing with a Mosin Nagant, or however the fuck you pronounce that gun. As fun as it is. Yeah. Yeah. As, as awesome as it is for like our heritage as leftists. I don't believe in you at all. <laughs> yeah. Not even I, a little bit. Personally, I have a lot of sympathy, but I also just feel that we need to go in interesting new directions. Yeah. I think a lot of them want the same thing that I well, do. Well, that's the thing. Yeah. Right. Not is, all of them, but I mean, you see this you see this in the, in like military history all the fucking time, political history all the fucking time. Is that you have people who share almost Almost exactly the same goals, but you know, a set of people say, "Well, we have to go it the old way." Another set of people say, "Oh, we, we you know, we have to go it some radical new way that nobody's tried before and yeah. which may fail." Right? right, and so a lot of people don't like that. Yeah, that's that's kind of what we're talking about now, and it's <laughs> not, you know, we have no assurances that that our ways, which are barely fleshed out at this point, will work. Right. But we're trying to come up with something. Yeah. Right. Um, and then you have a lot of other people who say, well, let's copy what exists now, but like just take it over, which is actually kind of an ML thing too. Um, but we have to like, if we're going to, if we're going to account for like the Marxist Leninist um, desire to take state power as it exists and use it for yeah. like proletarian well, half benefit. Of, half of state power. Well, right, right, right. They only right. want half of it. Right. 50%. 51%. It's probably less 51%, than that. 51%. It's yeah. probably less than that, honestly, because yeah. the the business part of the state is much larger now than the, the government part of the state. Right. But as we've um, established or at least claimed in previous episodes, like the only reason that these businesses don't have private armies anymore is because yeah, of true. a few things. One is cost to themselves. Two is there's a kind of like PR hygiene campaign constantly yeah. under undergone. And three is that it lets like, libertarians be like, oh, yeah. well, you voluntarily oh, well, yeah, agree exactly. to everything. The, the market is just <laughs> fine, and it's not like anybody's getting mowed down in Colorado <laughs> because they don't want to work in mines anymore. And you're like, that's actually how it fucking happened. But yeah. <laughs> and then the third thing, of course, is that the U.S. is so invested in protecting all of these enterprises through its military uh, adventurism and imperialism, just so that it can maintain that dominance. Yeah. Right through their cooperation. Um, so that puts us in a weird bind, right? It's, it's like, uh, we, we shouldn't get too, we're, we're, we're not trying to get into like the history of revolutions that that's not our podcast either, you know? Um, yeah, we're not a history podcast, right? We're not a history we're a podcast. political economy and anime podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what's, so what's, how does this relate to anime? Well, I was thinking about one of my favorite animes or mangas is Berserk. Okay. Where, um, I still like, have to read that one, dude. So the sub theme, like one of the major sub themes, or themes, I guess, is um, an acknowledgement of fate and okay. a defiance despite its power. Uh-huh. Like basically, um, fatalism combined with like an existential absurdist defiance, a la like Camus. Uh-huh. Um, but also, um, kind of like a again, like a kind of a Nietzschean fatalism. Like power is fucking power, and yeah. will absolutely do horrendous things to you yeah but you gotta fight that shit and you gotta right. fight it and fight it and fight it and fight it and just say fuck you until it fucking 
fucks you in the eye, you know? Yeah. So, and that's literally like the plot is like... Fatalism seems like a rare attitude nowadays. Yeah. Well, it is from Japan, of course. And oh, okay. They're into that shit. Oh, so. okay. <laughs> but it's an interesting, it's an interesting view because I think it's basically that the... Uh, I wonder if fatalism is like related to authoritarian tendencies i think so like it's kind a, of a, t- a way to rationalize basically your position in basically, society yeah. yeah because you're like if i can't defeat it yeah you know then i must submit to it right right but in this case like the guy basically if I'm here and it's not my choice then yeah, it's, it's fate exactly yeah like like there was it's a series that's interesting to me because it basically skirts the edge of uh-huh. kind of fashy thought it edges it edges, edging. yeah. It edges <laughs> along kind of fashy thought, and I think that some people might take it as um, kind of like a para fascist kind of comic, or I okay. should say, anime or manga. Um, but to my mind, it's actually more like an existentialist, egoist, collectivist kind of interesting, bizarre kind of story. Because okay. again, like they take this story where they set up like they first you start with feudalism uh-huh. right and it's a very conventional kind of medieval europe type feudalism but like with all these fictional fantasy kingdoms and shit yeah and they're all at war it's very it's very much like um like the late middle ages early renaissance um and like early modern period where um it was just constant just horrific bloody warfare between european powers for like petty domination like yeah you know they want a mile of land you know and right. they're just like pouring people into the gap you know yeah um and you know of course all oh, that hasn't happened since then obviously that never happened in the 20th century um, <laughs> <laughs> but basically happy anniversary <laughs> right right so the so the like you know this extremely like hyper masculine hero and this is one reason why i think it like edges uh, thematically toward like sort of fascism is like this extreme Ooh, edging. <laughs> um, <laughs> for the listeners i was just yeah, right. raising my eyebrows up and down give after me the waggle the give me the waggle yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> look the lights are on okay um i'm not ashamed but <laughs> uh, but but the 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 protagonist the central protagonist you know by by whose uh thread we are able to th- um, understand the other threads uh he grows up as basically as i recall he's like a prisoner of war who's then used as a sex slave by other like by mercenaries who captured him and then he grows up to be a mercenary in that band right by the band they used him as a sex slave yeah That's, so then ugh, okay. yeah so basically he kind of like um uses their power to overcome their power and okay. becomes like their greatest warrior as an adult. Okay. But of course then he's super fucked up. Right. And has this very grim attitude because of the way that he was raised. Okay. Right. And used, but like he like fucking murders his rapist and all this shit, which yeah. is like cool. And then, um, ends up, um, doing like these impossible feats, right. In battle. Right attracts the attention of this really like primo mercenary group and uh-huh. they're like dude you got to come with us also like just so listeners are aware there's a ton of like sort of military homoeroticism which like i find very fun yeah. but like you might not all find very fun but it's also fucking interesting it's very mishima 
um, in a way. But yeah. for uh, all the Christians listening, <laughs> you might not <laughs> like the homosexual parts. <laughs> right, right, exactly. Right. For all you leftist Christians, yeah, um, who are strangely left. Yeah. Anyway, um, so, so I'm, just, I'm always surprised that that exists. Yeah, you yeah. know, it's it's an interesting breed, and I like I appreciate the hell out of them. But um, yeah. it's always interesting talking to them about like our differences, you know. Yeah. Uh, as like a an agnostic, you know, who yeah. came from. Personally, but. I don't. I do not trust Christians. Sorry. Yeah, I Sorry, mean, the, the issue is it's a whole other set of topics, right? Like yeah. you know, the Christian project versus like the Christian ethos as it seems to have been intended to be yeah but we don't have to get into that right now i know i'm not supposed um, to hold historical grudges but after i read about what christians did to hypatia i will never forgive uh, them yeah i it's mean fucking horrible yeah yeah and there's there's and, so many things and also uh homeschooling in the u.s is basically like the taliban to me basically <laughs> basically and, and i mean like i was homeschooled two different years of my life through necessity uh-huh. because we were just bouncing around a lot um, but it was a very strange experience. You know, of course you're like desocialized. You yeah. come out with this like sort of weird mentality, a weird approach. You don't know what's normal or right. Yeah. Uh, at all. And then after that, I felt, um, like I met a bunch of other, like, I feel like it's really hard th- to be like a, like a right wing <clears throat> zealot if you're interacting with regular people. Yeah, exactly. On a regular exactly. Basis. Yeah. You, you basically become like a right wing zealot of sorts and, or, like a monk yeah you know um and i I like i met some other people who were more thoroughly homeschooled more like thoroughly completely like thor (laughs) thora thoroughly yeah um that sounds awesome (laughs) right but like these were people who like instead of like two separate years of their lives like myself were put through like eight years consecutive homeschool Uh and they were just useless yeah like i felt like terrible for freaks them. kind of yeah. yeah like they didn't know how to interact with anybody except their family yeah there was like a weird incest vibe going on Ooh. you know not like not like out and out sexuality but like kind of like uh if you've ever seen the witch the movie where like I the keep brothers hearing, i've heard that the brothers that staring at so his many times sister's boobs because like they're both hitting puberty at the same time uh-huh. more or less but there's nobody else around uh-huh. and so he's just fascinated by her sexuality uh-huh. but their siblings yeah that's kind of how homeschooling seems to me okay when it's like a like your whole upbringing yeah but so now we've covered two tangents um <laughs> more or less um so so wrapping up on the berserk thing yeah and fatalism uh yeah so so this guy his name is guts because like anime names are fun um but basically he like grows up becomes this amazing warrior he gets recruited by a different group and then he's like one of their great you know warriors in this like horrific bloodbath feudal system yeah uh but then like weird supernatural shit starts to emerge uh-huh. and it seems like like the 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 cosmos they inhabit right is essentially using feudal conflict and the confusion of military conflict mm-hmm. to uh like draw and incentivize different kinds of powerful people power hungry people okay to um find ways to let the the demonic dimension into the human dimension and shit like that yeah like that's my like reading of the text if you will okay over many 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 tankoban 
um, which is like volumes, like compiled okay. volumes. I didn't even know that one. <laughs> yeah, so that's like when you take like an issue and you compile it into like a mm, whole giant mm. set, and it's basically like a mega novel. Yeah, yeah. And those are guys, great. Yeah, this guy's put it put out like fifty of those fuckers for this one series. Hmm. Um, so like that's the subtext I'm reading, but um, the plot itself basically involves like all these people struggling with the powers. These like essentially insane the powers that be yeah the powers that be these insane <laughs> malevolent supernatural powers that nobody can actually defeat yeah and this is again this is where this is the weird like um like joining slash partition between the left and the fash yeah is like you're like there's a conspiracy that's basically true as far as we're aware like there's a system that is bad for us there's a bunch of like rules and regulations that are bad for us. Right. But like the fash are like, Hmm, it's because of the Jews, you know, or something <laughs> weird like that. And you're like, that's oddly simplistic. The space and, Jews. And just awful. Yeah. Right. You know, it's for us, you know, and, and whereas we're trying to figure out like, well, it's a system and let's figure out how the system actually works. You know? Yeah. Which kind of brings us back to the corporations thing because you're like, well, you know, like I'm sitting comfortably on a couch that I got from Goodwill with my roommates several months ago. Right. Yeah. Like that's not a bad thing. Right. The system allows good things to happen to people at, from time to time, but we're not evenly rewarded and that's the trick. But if we can find these points of advantage or like not advantage, but opportunity, I guess without falling into like the liberal market trap, uh-huh. you know, like it's, it's it's like a battle in any case you're like it's shitty that there's a thousand trenches dug into what would otherwise be a pasture but we have to take those trenches yeah right and we can't treat it as like oh this trench is our home now because that's ancap right <laughs> yeah ancap is like oh every trench is a garden and you're like no it's not that's a bullshit dream you know yeah we're like saying like we're trying to take ground we're like uh you know i don't i don't want to I don't want to fight for this land, but what if we, what if we argue with the other people for the land? Right. Right. In, you know, cooperatives. Right. What if, what if we somehow find (laughs) common ground in this ground? Yeah. Yeah. So like the, one of the things that I can't stop harping on lately is like, just to go back to the holding Mm -hmm. on to old strategies thing. Oh yeah. Yeah. Back to actual politics. (laughs) Yeah. Is, um this we this weird thing where we shouldn't like we should avoid participating in either electoral politics which i think most leftists have gotten over that right that was like a big thing in like the early 2000s yeah late 90s like yeah no electoral politics no that's a trap yeah and all this, yeah yeah it's pointless yeah. um you know right uh sure we're there's a lot of a lot more right-wingers getting elected, but that probably won't have any negative effects in the future. I'm sure. <laughs> um, <laughs> right. And uh, so most, I think most people have gotten in over that, but like nobody, nobody's really getting into the idea of like, Oh, hmm, there's actually another form of power. That's far more prevalent. Yep. Uh, that governs every single aspect of our lives. Yep. Um, it's basically impossible to do anything without it. Yep. Um, and your time is colonized. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, for a third of your life uh-huh. in order for you to get a, a meager dripping of this power so that yep. you can, you know, pay your rent and uh, buy food and stuff. Exactly. And still no one wants to admit that, like, maybe we need to. That's uh, a thing. 
get get this power in some other way than staying in the yeah. uh, employment relationship and yeah. o- only ever working for a boss. Yeah, yeah. And this is something that, that Ryan and I have been talking about quite a bit lately. Yeah. And, Shout know, out to Murphy who just argues with me about it nonstop. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because, like, like, we're not trying he makes to... Everyone, he makes everyone else mad and, like, we're both <laughs> just, like, talking. Yeah. <laughs> but it seems like we're both mad because, like, yeah. I'm just very terse and then... Right. He's just like he just curses a lot, I guess. Yeah, yeah. So. I, 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 Murphy's very passionate. Yeah, and I did actually get mad at him a little bit uh, a couple of days ago because I was like, uh, he said something about like, oh yeah, don't bother voting for Democrats. I was like, no, I mean you should. Like it's, they it's, suck and they're useless and they're not going to like fix anything. But like, yeah. you can you cannot argue to me that it's it's exactly the same to have. A bunch of fascists in the yeah, in office. That's, as that's to the have issue. A bunch of is like, like there's no way to argue that. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> uh, somebody on Twitter was making an analogy, but I'll like sum up the part that's important to this discussion, which is um, voting for Democrats versus Republican Republicans is like they said something like it's 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 like you're in a bus that has that is like hurtling toward a cliff. Yeah, and I already know where you're going with this. Yeah, yeah. and it's basically like. Yeah, like you're gonna jerk the wheel left or right. <laughs> well, actually, uh, they put it like left or right, but um, they they put it like um, the, the the GOP at this point in time. Yeah, and the, for the past several years, they're like stepping on the gas. They're like stomping on the gas toward yeah. the cliffside. Right, and the Dems are like tapping the brakes like tapping it it's not it's not great but it's better than nothing. just enough to put the brake lights on enough to put the brake lights on but you're like it's either that or you're like gunning for the cliff yeah and and that's like or it's like or it's like you're you're heading towards a wall yeah you could turn right and head off a cliff or you could turn left and end up in a lake right exactly would you really rather go off the cliff than end up in a lake right (laughs) right like like what's more survivable and um you have to think about in terms of that kind of mechanical sort of sort of way where you're like no it's not that i like and 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 unfortunately this is what the dems win votes on yeah is the mechanics of it yes and they know it and we know it and it's fucking annoying and we should put them up against the wall like in the second round but like yeah (laughs) but we're not gonna get there anytime soon so like a lot of them are just gonna die off and we will never have the opportunity to punish them. Yeah. But, and, but and just so just I don't make is. my friend just sound like, like an asshole yeah. who sucks. Uh, he is very right about ballot, ballot initiatives. Oh, and, for sure. Yeah. Uh, he actually got me to look into the laws, the Virginia laws for ballot initiatives, which mm-hmm. uh, turns out are draconian as hell. Of course they are. Yeah. You can't, yeah. you can't submit a ballot initiative unless it's like an approved piece of legislation, basically. So it's like, which is a catch twenty two. Yeah. So it's like, okay, so you up you send law, something yeah. through the House of Delegates in the Senate, yeah. and then it gets on the ballot, and then you can vote for it, even though it's already been voted on by the representatives. Like, yep. what the fuck is that shit? <laughs> it's yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> there's a lot that's wrong with Virginia. Yeah. Um. There's a long. Yeah, there's a lot that doesn't happen. Um, but yeah, so so like our our time is already colonized by yeah by capitalism. Yep. We have to work for money, no matter yeah. what. Yeah, you can't not work for money. Exactly, unless you like live in the shrinking woods that exist 
yeah. everywhere, which like yeah. I've only known Believe one. Believe me, I've thought about all of this. I've only known one lot. guy that lived in the woods, <laughs> and it's because he had a bench worn out against him, and he yep. uh, it sucked. Yeah, and he, he like, stayed at our to. house all the time. Yeah, because yeah. he didn't like living in the fucking woods because yeah. it sucks ass. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there are very, very, very few people who both like and are good at living in the woods, and it is dwindling because we have been completely disskilled. Yeah. There's, there's nothing. Yeah, that's the other thing. Anybody knows about living outside of quote unquote society. Right. So yeah, even if, like, even if the the, our need for money evaporated immediately, we still wouldn't be able to do shit because we don't have any survival skills. We don't have like, like we don't have much industry here. Yep. Uh, Nobody knows how to grow food. Yep. This is yeah. Even even farmers really like if the state collapsed tomorrow, even current farmers would be fucked because yep. they need like these massive supply chains that are yep. constantly running yeah this running is, at the at the skin of their teeth to like get all the stuff they need to manage these absolutely it, monstrous exactly plots where they just grow one of everything one of the same thing everywhere exactly um this is this is one of the interesting things about uh so <laughs> With those things in mind, right? Supply chains and the logistics of of supply chains, and also like uh, like like different regions not anymore having uh any kind of 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 sites of of significant production, yeah, of of major needs, like the 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 East Coast like megalopolis, you know. Mm-hmm is not equipped to serve its own needs in the event oh, yeah, no. of like a system collapse. Like that's, I think one reason I why mean, we get a series like the walking California. dead. Exactly. Yeah. Like the walking dead is set in the Southeast. I think partly because it's the only part of the East coast besides like the very, very Northeast uh-huh. that would be able to maybe survive in the wilderness yeah. without city state kind or like, or like, or like, yeah, like like urban uh, 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 based supply chains and stuff. Yeah, without and, an active yeah. state. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Right. And so, it's the sort of thing I've talked about, think, thought about a lot. And like with my kind of like education in international economics, like supply chain is ninety nine percent of it. Yeah. You know that's why it happens at all. Right. And when people talk about like it's one of the things that sticks for me uh, about anarchism because like. I favor that, you yeah. know, but one of the huge things for me that leans me way toward MLs is like, oh, fuck supply chains. Like, yeah, you're know, like, well, we, we need that to be guaranteed at least for a little while. And in order to do that, we need like force. Yes. And that's where I'm a bit of a pragmatist. Yeah. Yeah. But in the meantime, there are other things that we have access to right now, because again, we've established at least according to our educated guesses that like there's no real realistic way to overthrow the state at least not as as we have it and as we see it yeah so the question is how do you get to a point of leverage at which you can take over your supply chains or replace them and make them irrelevant or redundant or whatever yeah and that's why we're talking about corporations and stuff tonight and we've gotten there like gotten back to that topic kind of long-windedly yeah you know so we're 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 beyond 
anarchism. We're beyond yeah. Marxist Leninism. We're, we're like uh, we're okay. ghost ideology. We're a ghost ideology. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> put a put a little boo next so to we, your name. Yeah, we want to we want to do electoralism, but for business. Exactly. And by doing that, in order to do that, we need to understand how business works and how we can yeah. take over business. Yep. And um. And again, so this is not we, we, we were talking this about cooperatives. Is replacing those things with equitable solutions yeah. based on the structures that are available to us. Right. That that will be permitted. Those those first. Yeah. Yeah. And then from there we'll innovate. Yeah. Actually innovate. Yeah. Yeah. Um yeah, in um I'm in a like a DSA group DM and uh one of the people in there was saying like mm-hmm. not to get all ghoulish real politic, but something about RBG. Yeah. And I was just like, how many more yeah. fascist leaders coming to power and yeah. IPCC reports do we need before the left thinks maybe ghoulish real politic is okay actually yeah exactly um, ghoulish real politic is all we have ever because <laughs> I, I don't know if you guys are aware but we're doomed yeah so we're on a very slippery slide maybe maybe stop thinking so much yeah. about oh like what it, looks good <laughs> is this unethical I don't know <laughs> the thing like, is I, the I'm not ethics... even against I, like I, I always talk shit about the people that just engage in like fantasies about mass murdering the yeah. kulaks or whatever yeah. because a it's gross to like take pleasure in killing yeah. people you're not supposed but to B, take pleasure it's not a, it would, that would never be effective yeah yeah like it's oh wow it worked really well for the soviet union which collapsed as soon as a brezhnev got into power like ah brezhnev yeah <laughs> yeah great fucking job defending the revolution <laughs> you idiots <laughs> um so yeah. anyway <laughs> Back to types of businesses, uh, cooperatives. So, so we got okay. So we got through the corporation. So the benefit corporation. Just to, the cooperative. Just to tie it back to what we were just saying, um, one of the the only leftists that are into uh, we should take we should get business power. The Richard D. Wolf, mm-hmm. Black Socialists of America style, right? Leftists who are all about worker self directed enterprises, which means a, right. Uh, worker managed worker owned cooperative right which like that's great i love that yeah but also uh there are a lot of existing businesses that control a lot of existing industry and yep we're gonna have to acquire those businesses in order to some way to do get control of that industry because there's no fucking way they're not just gonna we will be able to just take over the entire economy with worker self-directed enterprises sorry but i don't think that's possible yeah. And not in the current phase. I, I don't think it's really that unethical to engage in, you know, hierarchy in the present when we are all part of hierarchies. We are all working full time. Mm-hmm. And so like, well, and I mean, if you, if you start a non worker self-directed enterprise, like mm-hmm. you're not committing an ethical wrongdoing because right. You're, you're not like, adding to the to existing misery right you're not adding to harm because we're already doing all that shit the only difference is like who's controlling it (laughs) yeah yeah exactly exactly and that's that's the um i mean that's the fundamental question right is like who's controlling it you know who's who's getting the benefits yeah of the effort right yeah like labor or whatever the fuck you want to call anything right like energy expended, energy received. Yeah. Right. 
I mean, that's we're we're kind of at the physics level with with that lo- with that kind of thinking, and uh, and like if you can reorganize those businesses into cooperatives that are non hierarchical. Yo, yeah, do yeah. that. If you but can muscle that is, shit, like you can't you can't just reorganize an organization without any like inertia or without uh, with zero risk of it then failing because yeah large scale reorganizations is a major cause of business failure oh yeah empirically like yeah you can read reports from people that do that are like Mm -hmm. business consultants or whatever yeah and they'll tell you the same thing like yeah yeah a lot of times managers will come into a business and try to do these massive sweeping reorganizations to try and make the business more profitable and it actually does the opposite the structures and hard. their contexts are are predisposed to uh, oppression. Yeah, yeah. That is why mergers and acquisitions is such a, a powerful strategy for yep. accumulation by capitalists yep. because it's so much easier. They're just to like just we'll take, just take over that. an organization yeah. that's already running pyramids itself within pyramids yep. than to try and like start it on your own mm-hmm. or to somehow like incorporate it into your business. It's yeah. much easier to just keep it as a subdivision and like gradually oh, reorganize yeah. it over time. Yeah. I mean that's that's how empire works. Yeah. It's it's hilarious that um you know uh, uh, corporate uh, fucking fanboys, you know, liberals in particular, but like anybody who's just like, "Oh, corporations are fine and good." Um uh, but but also uh. reject the idea that they're imperial. You like they are they operate exactly the way that empires yeah. work <laughs> and they were designed to do so like as we touched on with the voc yeah. it was designed to be imperial and that's what it was <laughs> all modeled out on. The, the need yeah. to manage colonies yeah yeah it literally was like we need to make more money by oppressing other people so that we can compete with the boys back home you yeah. know that's what it's about yeah like the entire project of creating a pyramidal organization in competition with others of the same kind or similar kinds um, ends up expressing itself in finding new subjects and finding new slaves and finding new fodder. Yeah. And that's why at this time we have basically reached the end game. We are in the fucking end game because there is nobody new. Right. Everybody new has more or less been recycled generationally. Um, and we have to do well, that's one what, thing or the other. That's what like gentrification is. It's like internal exactly. imperialism. Exactly. It's imperialism it's, within the borders cyclical, of, the, of the empire. It's cyclical commercial fascism because it's all about rebirth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. And and um, weird identity shit. Mergers and acquisitions to me is reminds me like in terms of ancient states of forced resettlement. It's like the oh, same yeah. kind of thing. Yep. Ancient states, one of the big things they did was they would just roll in somewhere and oh, like... Yeah. You know, do whatever, like, like kill oh, the leaders you used of a to population, live here. basically, yeah, yeah, exactly, and then like, exactly. and then hold weapons to their throats and be like, yep. "Yeah, you're coming with us now." Yeah. Young men, they would, they would burn their town down, yep. so that yep. they couldn't come back to it. Mm-hmm. And then they would put them somewhere and like, "Now, okay, now you got to work for the rest of your life." Yep, the they'd front. reorg them and replace them, yeah. relocate them. Yep, and they'd basically take any kind of institutional knowledge they had and just reallocate it to something else. Yeah, internalize them as an organ of the state, right? In some other location, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, Rome, uh, more typically did it as like, oh, we'll, we'll like sort of divvy you out as commodities if you're not staying, like if you're staying, then you're just part of like a province. Um, but as I understand it, like everyone else was just divvied out as like a slave commodity, Mm -hmm. whether they were sex slaves or educational slaves, like, you know, like Greek teachers and stuff. Um, uh, 
or they were soldiers or whatever. But yeah. like that was the way they did that, which sounds familiar. Yeah. And yeah. The only thing that's changed is now we rent people instead of owning them as chattel. Exactly. Exactly. Like it's because. Which is much more convenient because you don't have to take care of it. It's convenient. Exactly. And our, and our system as it is, is about futures. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Um, they've understood that, you know, under capitalism, like a major, (laughs) (laughs) major defining, (laughs) major defining concept of capitalism is futures. Um, where you're betting on what could be next and that's how lots of people make lots of money as long as they have assets or they have an instrument which is like a claim on an asset in the first place Mm -hmm. right so money is an instrument but also bonds and stocks and all these other things are instruments uh and so forth so if you don't own land or own a hotel or own fucking chattel, whatever the fuck, right? Like yeah. then you can bet on it right. in some kind of standardized form. And that's what the stock market's about. That's why all that shit matters to people in that market. Yeah. It's because they're like, oh, well, everyone's betting on everything and we're trying to figure out how to come up on top based on some idea of the value of the thing as it's being defined by like the disaggregated state yeah yeah anyway so yeah and it doesn't matter if you own anything because <laughs> yeah all you got to do is take yeah. in more revenue than you expend it, exactly exactly capital expenditures yeah. and, and, that's, and that's one that's of the all weird things about that's why it. apple yeah. is a bigger company yeah. a richer company with more control over the world than foxconn is even though foxconn yeah. owns all the factories oh yeah foxconn yeah and this is and this is this this example illustrates like the um, I think the deviation that we have from like conventional Marxism mm-hmm. is like, I'm very Marxian in my thinking, you know, I don't know about you. I think you said that you used to be a communist. Yeah. But like, I still, have I, a I read lot the communist manifesto in high school. Yeah. And I've been more or less like, I wouldn't, I, I don't know if I could even say a leftist, but a, a fringe mm-hmm. political weirdo since sure. high school. Yeah. 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 And, so. uh, but I've, I haven't read capital because, Right, I tr- well, I started trying to read it and I've, it was boring. I've gotten through parts of Capital, <laughs> so. uh, like in grad school, and I was like, okay, like cool, but this is also very just like nineteenth century continental yeah. philosophy. And I know like, the arguments fine, for and like, against it, and that's right, all that really right, matters. Right, 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 yeah, yeah. Um, but beyond that, like, just to, yeah, this is just kind of like where we are trying to address like the more or less objective, observable conditions of our current context, our yep. present world. And that's where we say, well, you know, we believe that this is different from the world that Marx was describing. You know, maybe he was right at the time. You yeah. Know, maybe he was right 50 years later. But like kind right of. now, right. Yeah. <laughs> like we can, we can quibble over that all we want, but like right now, you know. Yeah. We're saying, I don't really care. This if is was, how things are functioning because this is how things I don't care what he says because he doesn't live in today's world. Right. Right. This is how things honestly. have been molded to be currently. Yeah. Right. But the goal, the goal is the same. Yeah. More or less. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what's um, important to me. All right, so let's let's get through these. So damn, company types, types and, then we, and then we can bullshit more after we get through the list. Yeah, so because we're really um, <laughs> hitting it tonight. There's also uh, for corporations one last type that I have here is an S corporation, which is a oh, yeah. weird hybrid. It's, it's a, a shit corp. Yeah, <laughs> um, it's that's just, it's just an IRS designation. Um, mm. You can contrast it with a C corporation, which is the main IRS designation for corporations. But right. basically, it's a corporation with 
uh, 100 or fewer owners, and it's taxed as if it were a general partnership, which is a small business. Right. And so kind of a weird idiosyncratic. Is, yeah, yeah, it's basically for small businesses so they don't have to have, deal with as much taxes because they, ah, right. they don't have the accounting budget to pay zero taxes like does, Google or Apple. Does, does. S stand for small? Or Shapiro? Um, I guess. <laughs> Shapiro, yeah, Shapiro Corporation. I think, I think that's probably what it is. Um, so since I just mentioned it, a general partnership uh-huh. is an association of persons who provide capital, property, or services for equity and control in the business. Uh, they can be limited or unlimited liabilities. So right. this is for just regular small businesses, um, mm-hmm. uh, legal firm like law firms, uh, right? Uh, doctors' offices, doctors' offices. Is that is that the term? I go to doctors Doc- so little, like I don't know practice. what to call the place that they offer. Yeah. <laughs> there was there's this actually touches on like a, a little combo convo discussion whatever the fuck on on twitter earlier but like yeah uh practice oh yeah yeah medical practice that's when it's their private practice okay yeah okay but like also i mean it could be an office if they're just working at a hospital yeah i'm sure there's lots of nuances there too yeah um Um, so that was general partnership there's also a limited partnership where um there's one general partner and one limited uh at, at least one general partner and at least one limited partner and um the way it works is basically the general partner has control over the company while the limited partner invests capital or property and gets equity in the company. So you have a, a manager and an owner, essentially. That's the common pattern with these um, yep. businesses is the managers and the owners are very often separate. Yep. Um, so the small business is usually where the manager and owner is this, the same type, uh, same person, uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. whereas everything else, uh, they're kind of separate classes or separate groups right um there's also a public service company which is a business that manages a utility and is subject to some heavy state regulation so corporations uh they have reporting requirements mm-hmm. but other mm-hmm. than that um th- there's not a whole lot of regulation that applies to them you know outside of the like industry specific stuff right yeah because it's america and we like freedom and yeah. shit that's yes. how that works um, and so the uh, the other very popular one is a uh, limited liability company. That's the one we mentioned in the VOC episode, mm-hmm. and that is a an unincorporated association of one or more member owners managed according to an operating agreement by either members or managers. So either the right. um, the members of the company can create the operating agreement, or the managers can create it. Interesting. Oh, sorry. No, I think that was... Sorry. Ah, whatever. Fuck so, it. I, I'm going to get it's it wrong. It's all the same. No. <laughs> so I'm just going to pick one wrong thing to say. And that's the one. <laughs> um, uh, I also have... Uh, there's a business trust, which is a trust, um, basically. Uh, mm-hmm. I I guess I'm, I've read about trusts, so I know more about what they are than... Most people probably do, so I'll just explain sure. what it is. Basically, uh, a trust is just an organization that's set up to manage property or conduct business on behalf of the trust owner. Uh-huh. So when you hear about trust fund babies, yep. uh, the, the trust fund is a, um, a legal entity that is given a bunch of money, yep. and it's managed by you know a, a trust fund manager yep. who then... Um, gets to decide 
uh, how much or how little money the trust beneficiary gets. Right. Who would be the trust fund baby. Right. And so rich parents basically do that, A, so that um, it doesn't get taxed like regular wealth. Right. And B, so that if the trust fund kid does, does something they don't like, then yeah. they can tell the manager like, like hey, yeah. cut this kid off. You know, <laughs> It's an allowance manager. Yes, exactly. For like ultra yeah. wealthy people. Yeah. The ultra yeah. allowance. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the Marie Antoinette uh, uh, monetary spanking mechanism, <laughs> I guess you could say. It's, yeah. I read re- like, fairly recently, like a couple of years ago that, uh, one of the things that she used to do was her, um, I guess, officers, the mm-hmm. people that worked under her, would like kidnap young, beautiful women and rip their teeth out so that Marie Antoinette could wear their teeth because hers like rotted out when she was young. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Horrible, horrible shit. Some of the I would, worst shit I I've ever I would cut heard. that bitch's head off so fast. <laughs> Yeah. Holy shit. They were definitely right to decapitate her. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, all right. So uh, we're going to get into strengths and weaknesses, but yep. let's let's take a break first. Yeah, let's take a break. Break, break, break. Okay. We are back. Um, back. Yeah. So now we're going to talk about the strengths and weaknesses of uh, different types of businesses. So mm-hmm. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do this one that I just copied and pasted first. Um, so I found this article from upcouncil.com, which is some law thing. I don't know. I'm sure the Mike Dicta guys know all about it, right? <laughs> um, they, they probably know every legal website in the world. Probably. So I'm, sh- I'm sure they've read this Memorized article already. Yeah. Every last yeah, word. Yeah, they just spew it out, uh, you know. Falls so right if, out of if, their you, if you talk to any of them, um, you know, if you don't want to listen to this part of the show, then just ask one of them on Twitter. Yeah. They'll probably tell you. What is the legal of a corporation? <laughs> <laughs> um, hey, hell dude. <laughs> hey, hell dude. <laughs> why, why should I pick an S corporation over a C corporation? <laughs> um, so for uh, a C corporation, uh, the advantages, um, they're, they're good for getting a lot of investment because um, you can offer shares. So, Anyone can buy shares in your business. Well, okay, I should I should back up a little bit because um, not a lot of people probably know this, but even if you're a stock corporation, it does not mean that you are traded on the the Nasdaq or whatever. You know, um, sure. you're, you're not necessarily on the New York Stock Exchange. You have to go through an IPO for that, and and that that costs a lot of money. It's very complicated. So most companies are actually privately traded. And there, there are now how interesting um, private stock trading, uh, stock services or stock markets, I guess. Mm. Um, but you know, a lot of companies that we're familiar with are private corporations. Even, even ones that are very big, like Cargill. Yeah. Uh, the famous uh, agricultural equipment, I think, is what they do. Cargill. Yeah. yeah. Um, they're they're privately traded. Like Lyft is privately traded. Oh yeah. Um, they're, although I think they're going through an IPO soon. Hmm. Um, just a ton of them. So, um, and I I don't know the, the legal aspect of it, but I, I think if you're a private corporation, you can be, you can have exercise some discretion over who who you sell shares to. It makes sense. So conceivably if, you know, if a leftist wanted to start a stock corporation, they could Mm -hmm. put in rules like, 
you can only buy our stock if you uphold our values or something like that. Right. Um, and then, of course, there is there's voting and non-voting stock mm-hmm. in stock corporations. So, um, you know, a lot of people associate owning a stock with being able to vote on company decisions. Well, right. that only applies only if applies you voting hold ones, yeah. voting stock. Yeah. Um, and it depends on the number of shares that you have, of course. Right. Um, right. So you could conceivably have a, you know, a co-op stock corporation that issues mm-hmm. shares and sells them to the public, but they could be non-voting shares. So yeah. totally locked out. Yeah. I mean, you would still, there would still be pressure from the shareholders to oh, sure. increase their shareholder value. Yeah. Pressure. But, um, Whatever the fuck that uh, another, another common belief is that, uh, Stock corporations are legally mandated to maximize shareholder value, but that is actually just part of some corporate charters. So that's that's not a legal requirement. It's it's a organizational requirement. Yeah, it's a cultural thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that you could easily have a stock corporation where you don't have to maximize shareholder yeah. value. You could maximize lulls. <clears throat> yeah, exactly. And that's what we all really want out of life. Yep. Just want to laugh <laughs> a little bit before I die. Yeah. Um, so... C corporations can have um, different classes of stock, as I just mentioned. They can have different levels of dividends, which mm-hmm. um, that's what what you pay to the the shareholders uh, on a regular basis. Uh, and they can have unlimited shareholders. So, uh, unlike a um, an S corporation, which can only have a hundred or fewer shareholders, uh, C corporation can have unlimited um, to the degree that they can issue stock. Because, like in in Virginia, um, they have different um, like different tiers of uh, stock corporations where there's like a fixed number of shares that mm-hmm. are issued to your corporation and you have to pay a different amount depending on the number of shares. Mm-hmm. Um, they also, uh, they're able to, I mean, this says accumulated earnings to reduce taxes, but basically what they're saying is like, it's easier to dodge taxes if you're a corporation. Right, <laughs> right. <laughs> Um, if you're an S corporation and, and you're very large, then you're going to get fucked over because you're going to get taxed at like personal income tax levels, exactly, which are very high it's, compared it's like to awful, or maybe it's capital gains, but either way, like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. there's no way you're going to get down to zero taxes yeah, like you can yeah, as yeah. a normal C corporation. It just wouldn't happen. Yeah. Um, there's some, uh, benefits, uh, that go through corporations like retirement plans, stock options, and employee purchase plans. I don't really know what that last one is, but uh, they're only available for C-Corps. Um, shareholder employees of a C-Corp do not have to pay taxes on these benefits, which is a nice little bonus. Yeah. So uh, this this is a highlight of, of an issue with um, only going with cooperatives, mm-hmm. which is like laws are just set up to favor regular corporations so well yeah cooperatives exist in law but there's not nearly as many protections for them as there are for yeah yeah like c corporations yeah i mean which maybe maybe it's possible for a a cooperative to be a c corporation i didn't get into that level of depth but who knows i I mean hmm. it would be interesting to see if a if a c corp could be structured as a cooperative yeah you know and everything but name really um but we'd really have to dig, you know, I yeah. think. To, I mean, I guess the, the alternative out. is they have to be an S corporation, which seems unlikely, but possible. Well, if you're an S corp, like it, I think it's, it's basically written in, right? Like you can't scale up that much, you know, yeah. 
Whereas if you're a C corp, it's almost implicit that your hope is that you're scaling up right to some unknown level. Yeah. Um, and I think that C corporations are designed to be the thing that scales up the best. Exactly. Right. And you know, because you know, empire, but also <laughs> if we want to like spread worldwide anarcho communism or whatever the fuck it is we're doing anymore, you know, then we want the most scalable option. Yeah. But we want to just structure and charter it the way that we believe it should be. Right. If we can. And so, and we sh- we should want to be able to do mergers so that Right. so that we can we can group up. Yep. and form a dual power. Exactly. Exactly. Um so mm. advantages for S corps um the first major one is um if the business takes losses uh, they can be passed through to the individual owners to be mm-hmm. used as deductions on their personal income taxes. So that's pretty small, small, uh, small fry stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. But probably quite, quite the boon to them, I guess. Well, yeah, you would imagine that um, if 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 you're controlling a an S corp that's like twenty people or something, and then you know your your income taxes because you're of course being you know corporations being as they are if you're like the owner or whatever the fuck you're probably making like you know oh i'm making 300 grand this year and then like your taxes are astronomical so then yeah. like the losses of the company are like 100 grand and you're like oh well that's i'm just gonna write that off and not pay any taxes <laughs> yeah you know, that's what i'm assuming that's what's gonna look like um <laughs> so it's funny how that goes i just remember yeah. one of my favorite seinfeld jokes mm-hmm. which is still funny which is uh kramer's like oh yeah the companies they just write all that stuff off (laughs) jerry's like you don't even know what a write-off is kramer's like but they do and they're the ones writing it off (laughs) yes shit is so good yes but they do (laughs) um so another another advantage to s corps is uh the company may reduce taxes by using income splitting which means they leave some money in the company that they don't have to pay taxes on um and uh use the lower corporate income tax rates to um to pay taxes on <laughs> different parts of the money. Jesus. Which that's cool. That's just fucking game playing. Yeah. Yeah. Um well it's not really my money, but yeah, it actually is. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> um so for LLCs, mm-hmm. uh there's different sets of advantages. There is uh pass through or single taxation. Mm-hmm. Um so profits and losses on in LLCs are, are generally reported on individual tax returns. And not at the business level. So um, operating losses can be deducted from personal tax returns, uh, just like S-Corps. They also have more flexibility in choosing their own managers, leaders, and owners because they don't have to have board elections like a corporation does. Mm -hmm, mm So I don't know if I made that very clear, but um, one of the major components of a corporation is the, the existence of the corporate board. And the election of officers to posi- to management positions. Mm-hmm. So all the C star O positions, those right. are the um, the elected officials of the corporation, and they're right. elected by the board. Which is an interesting system because you're like, oh, elections, and of course, in your you know infantile. 
soak damn mind you're thinking yeah. oh elections are good it's good it's always good electing is good and it's but actually really, no they got this all is, kinds of voter suppression yeah, in these damn things yeah and like in this case like it's an oligarchy choosing its favored underlings yeah like it's literally just like ah the guys who report to me i i want to choose that with the others and whatever the fuck and they just choose their favorites and then they you know, and have you ever tried to go to the polling the place for a, for a damn uh corporate election it's crazy (laughs) the line is hours long you know you can't get in the voting machines never work right they switch your choice to you know whoever the the republican is and (laughs) you don't even get a fucking sticker at the end what the fuck is that (laughs) (laughs) i want my sticker (laughs) there were people like collecting stickers this year that's so weird to me that is that is weird people just love the idea of the blue wave huh uh, they up until somewhere sometime last night they were or they're fuck was it last night two nights ago two nights ago jesus yeah. christ Ugh. but yeah up until two nights ago they were just like yeah blue wave it's gonna happen yeah. and you know they were taking those stickers like this is gonna be a piece of history right you're like this like this people piece of shit? this is gonna like, be val- this is gonna be so valuable in the future like people are gonna want these stickers from this <laughs> This election where you stopped fascism right. in its yeah. tracks. Yeah. Canceled fascism yeah. forever. <laughs> Not going to happen. Thank you very much. We're just going to keep on exploiting people in other ways. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Yep. So um, here, here's a surprising one. Um, so for limited liability companies, mm-hmm. one of the advantages is they have limited liability. What? No, don't. Don't now, fuck now with me I like did that. not expect that at all. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't think I can believe you. I it, I know it defies common sense, but that is actually Just, legally it's strange. That's, to that's me. the common law precedent for limited liability co- companies. This chaotic system that yeah. we live in. Yeah. Well, what can you do? Yeah. Um. So they can. Um, they can make special allocations of profits and losses among members, regardless of the member's capital contribution to the LLC. Um, okay. But S corporations can't because uh, they only have a single class of stock and dividends are distributed as a proportion of the shareholder's capital contribution. So okay. LLCs have the advantage of they can just basically do whatever they want in terms of distributing the revenue, which is kind of cool. Yeah, it's very interesting. That might be a good mm. alternative to like if, if we want institutional ownership of leftist businesses like right. you know, DSA being issued shares to right. sort of situation. Right. You could do something similar to that where like, we have a an LLC, leftist we're just LLC gonna like, and yeah, just distribute some just, of the revenue to yeah, the DSA. The equity, you know? yeah. yeah. And then it probably won't be taxed the same way as, uh, yeah. you know, if, if you take home money from your, your wage labor job and contribute that. Right. Probably be a little different. Could be, could be good. But I don't know because I'm um, a dumbass who's not a lawyer. Fucking dumbass. I just have two econ PhDs. Yeah. That's my new Twitter bio. Oh, just two? <laughs> you just have two? Well, one's wow. from Harvard and one's from Oxford. So they're basically worth like six yeah. or seven. You know? Yeah. The two erds, as we like to call them. <laughs> <laughs> um, another advantage of LLCs. Uh, borrowed money lowers taxes. That's one I haven't heard before. So... Money that's borrowed by the company may increase the tax basis and lower the taxes of owners. That is fucking weird. Yeah. So you could just borrow a bunch of money 
I wonder if you could just borrow a bunch of money and then like pay it back right away and be like, well, I borrowed a bunch of money, well, so know, look, here's the I don't thing. have to pay taxes now, right? Yeah, we should all do that shit. <laughs> we should do that every so fucking year. Starting an LLC only costs, in Virginia, it only costs like $75. Oh, shit. So everybody and, incorporate. And for an extra, I think it's $50. For an extra $50, you can operate under a trade name where you basically get a, a legal pseudonym that you can legally trade under. For only fifty dollars, okay, queers, which kicks ass. <laughs> I mean, that sounds this awesome is, to me. This is everybody get an LLC. Yeah, put in your trade yeah. name, which is like your pirate name. I, one thing we okay. So one thing we need is we need a trade gender. <laughs> yeah, Tra- <laughs> trade trade is my gender. <laughs> like uh, yeah, my my driver's license says that I'm a boy, but I'm really a girl, and you know, under under my trade gender, I am I am legally a girl so mm. you must address me as she i support that there you go yeah that sounds i mean i don't know yeah. changing your driver's license is fucking hard yeah talk to any divorcee if you don't know a trans person personally then right right yeah, talk to someone who's divorced and yeah. find out or even what better it's like to get their last or name even changed. better go 85 miles an hour in a residential zone and get a cop <laughs> to tell you firsthand <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Do you know how fast you were going? No, I have no idea how fast I was going. <laughs> um, so another great one here. Property contributions are not taxable. So depending on how the LLC is set up, property contributions, uh, even for minority interest owners, are not taxable. Hmm. So uh, another reason to start an LLC. You know, you can have a trade name, trade gender, and mm-hmm, you right. can avoid paying taxes. All you gotta do is convert your shit into property and then give it to the LLC. I guess. I don't know. I, That's probably how it works. I'm I'm not a capitalist. I'm not a capitalist. <laughs> um, let's see. Foreign ownership uh, or owners of an LLC can be foreign persons, other corporations, or any kind of trust. So, um, if we want to build uh, international solidarity with you know Chinese leftists or whatever, then. Mm-hmm we can have them invest in our LLCs and they can legally drive benefit from it. They can get some dollars if they need dollars, you know? Give them some dollars. I'm sure Chinese people need dollars once in a while. Every now and then. I mean, they're still a long way off from monetary domination of the planet. Yeah, for sure. Like, frankly, everybody's like, oh, the Chinese are going to take over. It's like, no, 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 no. I wrote fucking paper after paper Uh, in grad school uh, about how that's not going to happen. How many barrels of oil can you buy with yuan? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You'll you'll have to like take over Africa and the Middle East or something. That'd be weird. <laughs> so um, that's cool. So here's a, here's a big one for me. This is one that I like a lot. Disadvantages. Uh, <laughs> less less paperwork. Oh oh okay. LLCs don't have to okay. have to annual meetings and formal record keeping requirements, which is one of the things that corporations have to have. You know, that's the funny thing about business in general is is like the less paperwork they can get away with. Yeah. The more things get weird. Yeah. Yeah. So if you want to sell weed, uh, make sure that you uh, start an LLC and not a corporation where you would have to report your yep. profits and losses. Yep. Do, do, do those P&L reports. Exactly. Okay. So the disadvantages. All right. So uh, C corporations have uh, the uh, classic economic problem of the double coincidence of taxation. Oh, sorry. No, it's just uh, double, double taxation. taxation. Okay. Um, so corporate profits for C corporations are taxed twice. 
uh, once when corporations pay tax on the profits, mm-hmm. and then when shareholders pay individual taxes if the profits are received as dividends. Ah, right. Um, okay. So that, I, I think that still applies if the, the profits are received as selling your shares because you pay capital gains taxes, but I don't know. I think, hmm. But this doesn't apply to S corporations. Um, next disadvantage: shareholders are separated from the business operations. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know how much of a disadvantage they would consider that really, because that seems like the whole idea. Yeah, yeah, it depends on the shareholder. I think like most people are just like, yeah, I just paid to get money back, you know. Uh, yeah, so they have um, they have the power to elect directors. Um, unless they are voting for approval of major corporate decisions. So sometimes corporations mm. will put major decisions up to a vote. Right. But I think I think that's totally up to them. They don't have to do that. Right. But I'm also, again, I'm stupid and not a lawyer, so I could be completely wrong. Uh, I literally just read like three articles for this fucking thing. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, a shareholder, though, can be elected as a director or appointed as an officer. So... Mm. There is that part. Um, they also have a strict management structure. So they, they must have a corporate structure with a board of directors that handles the management responsibilities of increasing shareholder profits, which, as I mentioned before, that is not actually a responsibility unless it's included in the corporate charter. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, allocating company resources and corporate officers who handle the day-to-day operations. So... Um, so it has to have a board of directors and officers. Um, yeah. So, right. So it's, yeah. So like it has to exist in a particular structure. That's so my, like, my question though is, is there a limit to the size of board of directors? Could you just make it every single member, every single employee of the company? That's that's honestly what I've been thinking about as we were talking about um, like incorporating a syndicate, right? I was like, well, what if, what if every worker in a syndicate was, you know, uh, uh, on the board? Yeah. Essentially, or like some kind of equal partner. Like, however you could do it, mm-hmm. could we do that? You know? Yeah. Um, so we'd have to look into that. Uh, I feel like... And as far as officers go, like, even even the fucking DSA has officers in it. Oh, it's, yeah. Like... Yeah, like, you, you can fucking manage that. Yeah. Um. And then have other elements of your charter that say, oh, yeah, um, the you know, the, the management structure is just there to, like, streamline decision-making, but it's basically democratic. Or or here's another idea. Uh, what, if, what if you have a board of directors that appoint officers, and then your charter says, like, the officers have no power? There's that, too. Yeah. <laughs> like, they get a yeah. title, and that's about officers it. Officers are a figurehead, and fuck them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like, like a constitutional monarchy. Is, yeah, right. Exactly. Right. But like, yeah, like, in, yeah, exactly. We basically just drive them around and they wave to people. <laughs> yeah. They, they get to show up to parties. They wear a funny looking hat. Yeah. And everyone talks about them getting married weirdly. R- right. Right. Everyone thinks it's oh, really cool. And they decide another to baby. Marry a black woman. Yeah. Like, oh, that's actually check woke. that out. What a, yeah. Right. Like, they what a strange Hundreds occurrence. of years murdering brown yeah. people. Yeah. It's, it's woke now, actually. Yeah. Um, like yeah. their most celebrated PM, like basically tied Indians to cannons and shit. And you're like, Oh cool. Oh, yeah. That's cool. That's cool. Love that. Yep. Um, but you know, now that 
I'm going to skip S-Corp disadvantages because yeah, who cares? It's boring, yeah. S-Corps seem kind of just tedious. They're honestly. for small business tyrants. Yeah, yeah. Fuck those We people. should focus on C-Corps and LLCs, That's I right. think. Scalable. Scalable. Yeah. Start off as an LLC, and then once you get to a large enough level, uh, incorporate as a C-Corp where the officers have no power. Um, you only offer non-voting shares to yep. uh, outsiders who aren't communists mm-hmm. and um what was the other thing i think that's it yeah i mean and and i've like, not had enough kratom today <laughs> yeah so i can't focus on and i haven't had enough i don't know the fuck just money or something um yeah <laughs> <laughs> and like and and for your like corporate security only hire leftist veterans or something you know yeah. just like just give people a hand soy boy army strang yeah yeah, just a couple other some, guys give probably. Him some green brace belding. Yeah, and a, like a cool. He hat. knows how to handle a gun. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> just give him like a little red and black star. Yeah, and some fucking cash. Just, just pin, to, like pin walk, a metal on him. Just walk while. around. They'll, they'll be happy with it. <laughs> yeah, end up with like those like classic, just like three hundred medals on your chest. Yeah, and just like bowing with it. You know. Yeah. Give them. You know, give them a couple shares of the company in exchange for their uh, premium podcast episodes. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, so LLCs. Yeah, disadvantages yeah. of LLCs. Mm-hmm. Um, no stock for investors, so they can't issue stock as a way to raise money, which uh, I guess that's a disadvantage. Whatever. Um, I guess the... I don't know what the disadvantage is for shareholders other than like it's easier to buy a stock than to invest directly into a company. I don't know. It's I mean, easier to sell a stock? Yeah. It, I don't know. I don't know how this is really a disadvantage or like. I, I kind of wonder if it's like one of these like esoteric business strategy things where it's like it's technically a disadvantage. Like what I was just thinking about is. You know, oh, the like selling stock to raise money, like, oh, let's just sell a bunch of stock to raise money and then, you know, the executive like coasts on the money until they get some other people to speculate on the company and then they sell it to somebody else when yeah. it's highly valued. And then they like the executive or the owner or the whoever the fuck just like walks away with two billion dollars and the company tanks like a month later. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. You know? But the mechanics are fucking obtuse as with all business it's just fucking you know relations of production yeah. and distribution as usual um so uh the next one is increased taxes on business profits so members must generally pay taxes on profits even mm-hmm. if the profits stay within the company so unlike a an s corporation where you can just shuffle stuff around and right uh deduct it from your taxes or whatever uh in an LLC, you have to pay taxes on profits, um, which I'm sure the the centrists and the progressives will love. Oh yeah, they love when corporations pay taxes. That's their favorite <laughs> shit. <laughs> it's like Apple is bad. Yeah, because it doesn't pay taxes. That's that's the big problem with Apple. Right, right. Not because of a variety of other things, yeah. including like not the a culture suicide of abuse. net factories. Yeah, or the, exactly. Any of that stuff. Like, <laughs> that's fine. Yeah, but. Not paying taxes, cross the fucking line, yeah, brother. You, you, you have to pay the government. You're canceled, fam. You have to pay the useless government <laughs> to do a bunch of useless shit, like living in East Capitol Hill. Listen, Tim Cook, 
you were invited to the barbecue and then you decided not to pay taxes. So you are no lo- you no longer have a seat at the You're table. You're out. You're Sorry. out. Sorry. This ain't it, chief. <laughs> uh this ain't this ain't it, chief executive officer. Chief, chief executive officer. <laughs> um so the next one, increased personal taxes. Members must generally pay self-employment taxes on their income, which that's that's dumb. I Unless mean, different tax status is elected. I don't know what that means. They didn't explain it at all, so I'm just going to leave it at that. Benefits taxes. Members must generally pay taxes on certain benefits given to employees, like health benefits, employer contributions to HSAs or FSAs. Those are both this like bullshit insurance company thing that... Right. Is I'm sure totally non-existent outside of the U.S. Probably, yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know what an HSA is. I know it's healthcare spending account. Yeah. FSA is flexible spending account, and basically, uh, my company offers an FSA, and yeah. I don't understand the advantage at all because the idea is the insurance company puts in a certain amount of money into this account for you that right. I, I'm pretty sure you pay like. You pay into that account. It's not yeah. like yeah, yeah. You pay. You in. get it from your insurance company. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is it? Dues, payments, fees, whatever the fuck it's called. Right. Um, yeah. So you you pay into this flexible spending account, and then you're only allowed to spend it on things that they let you spend it on, like certain medical expenses. And then at the end mm-hmm. of the year, it goes away. Yeah. <laughs> magically why would you do that it's it's the it's the most absurd thing i, I don't get it but i mean I if, if anyone it. understands it please explain it to me on twitter i get it because life insurance and health insurance and all that bullshit is designed to reward the insurance provider mm. and, and and not the potential recipient of the benefits yeah so in this case it's probably something that was written in a long time ago due to some fucking lobby where they're like well you know we'll help them but then at the end of the year if they haven't used it then we'll just take it away and we'll just use that money wow 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 yeah you know that's basically what that sounds like and so i I think i think what this is generally used to pay for is like the co-pays so it's like yeah you pay the insurance company all this money yep they make record profits yep make huge amounts of money Mm mm-hmm and instead of paying your entire bill, they pay part of it, and then you, right. you have to pay the other. And you still have part to pay, yeah. Uh, but they offer an account that you can pay money into yeah. to pay the and part of the bill that you owe. And it sounds good because everything is so shitty all. already. Yeah. And then insurance at the end of the year, the money goes be, away. Yeah. Insurance companies need to be burned to the fucking ground. <laughs> like they're one of the things that I'm the most militant about. It's so nuts, dude. It's completely. It's just it's just perverse incentives all the way down. One of my best friends uh, was without health insurance for the year of 2016. Mm-hmm. And uh, she was telling me that she had to pay, like, because of the uh, ACA Fucking, yep. penalty, she had to pay, yep. like, $1,000 yeah. for yeah. that shit. Yeah, they... It's, and it, it's, dude, it's and the dumbest shit. I, I told my dad this, yep. who loves... He loves Obama. Right. Um and he was, he like immediately went on Google and like looked up the maximum penalty for for yeah. the ACA. Yeah. And was like, "Oh, no, it says the maximum penalty is only $600." And I was like, "Or <laughs> yeah, except if you read this part, it yeah. says for like blah blah blah." Yeah. And so it's that's like a not actually your maximum. Income. And yeah. also like, are you calling my friend a liar? Right, <laughs> like, exactly. Exactly. What is your point? 
Yeah, the, the, there's a dollar amount. I had to look this up because I'll probably actually have to pay the fucking penalty because of the bullshit. That rocks. Yeah, it's great. And you know why? You know why? Because I missed my Kaiser payment by one fucking day and cool. they took away my insurance forever because I missed my payment by a day. That's great. It was great. Yeah. So that's cool. Um, like my my uh, draconian student loan providers are not even that bad. Yeah. Like, well, on the bright side, um, mm-hmm. you know, I, I think they got rid of a number of the Obamacare provisions. So now the the free market will lower your health insurance. Oh yeah, rate. the free market so. will actually fix yeah all of my health conditions. Yeah. Um. So, uh, next Hey-o. disadvantage of LLCs. <laughs> Um, they may automatically dissolve. So if a member of the company just spontaneously, yeah, leaves or sells an interest in the business, uh, depending on the language of the operating agreement, or you know if the company gets pushed into a vat of acid, right? Um, unlike, At their favorite camp, unlike a non-stock corporation, which cannot be dissolved right, by acid, as we've established, and cannot die, cannot die. Uh, was never born. Can die. So that sucks. Um, it sucks to be mortal. Yeah, I, I wouldn't I, know what that's like it's, it's, personally, but I've heard it's difficult. Yeah, yeah. Through the grapevine, I've heard that dying is bad. Whew, man, I you know the literature on dying is and is that's not a hot great. take there. It's not great. So, yeah, um, yeah. But who knows? You so know, don't, I don't. Don't know. at me about that. Yeah, don't, I've don't. never died ever. Yeah, me neither. I've yeah, no so experience far so that. good, and I just don't expect things. And to go I've wrong. also heard. I've also heard that not many of our listeners have died either. So. I, I think I can't imagine most they people have their side on this one. Weird. I don't think death actually exists. Yeah, it probably is. I mean, have you ever seen? I've never seen a dead person. I've never seen a. I've person seen someone being very look. still, and they told me they were yeah. dead. Yeah. But I didn't check their pulse or anything. I've never so. seen a dead person who I could prove had ever been alive. Yeah. You know that. Well, so. okay. You know, so I mean, I have I mean that's just mad. Who is allegedly dead? Right. Allegedly dead. Well, but yeah. There's but no. That was probably just their opinion. Evidence beyond a reasonable right. doubt that they like were that's your that's your opinion that you're dead. Yeah, you're exactly. like shouting at them and I I disagree. Them. So yeah. stop. Yeah, stop. This is there pathetic. Doing nothing. This yeah. is pathetic. Eat yeah, your you wedding like cake. A, you look like a real idiot right now, just sitting there with your eyes open, not having a pulse. You just look real fucking stupid. Yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. <laughs> Put your shoes back on. Step away from the ledge, you bitch. You know. Hey, nice yeah, suit, you're not dork. Dead. Yeah. Nice suit. Nice coffin, you asshole. <laughs> yeah. What the hell? How much did you pay for that? Oh, wow. Way more than my rent, huh? Big dramatic fancy, bed bougie frame. asshole. Yeah. <laughs> Living in a little box yeah. that costs more than my house. Right. <laughs> Keeping your eyes closed forever. Like we all don't want to nap. Oh, wow. Look. Oh, you're real committed to the bit there. Being buried in the ground, <laughs> having everyone cry over you and being lowered into a big hole and having people cover you with dirt. Gee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love dirt. Nom, nom, nom. Nom, 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 nom. Fucking dirt eater. Fucking dirt eater. That's what I'm going to call dead people from now on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you like that? <laughs> um, all right, so... so I tried to do my own advantages and disadvantages section, and it ended up just being me reading and writing about corporate rating, which is like kind of kick ass. It's it's an interesting little yeah. It's one of those things it's where like more people, about the game. People who like capitalism portray corporate rating as like this bad thing that happened in the eighties, right? But not that's not how things work anymore. But yeah, you know the the problem no, with that was happens. like you know unlike re- normal businesses for all of eternity, you right? Know, 
these businesses didn't produce real value. They, they didn't produce concrete wealth. Right. Like real products. Like concrete. Like means of production. Yeah. You know, they didn't, they didn't produce machines. Right. They didn't produce cars. Right. Or like concrete. They just produced quote unquote wealth. Right. You know, like that classic Always Sunny scene where yeah. Yeah. Charlie Day is like, so what do you guys do here? He's like, we make money. What are you talking about? <laughs> That's what everyone thinks of as like the, the corporate raiders. But right. corporate exactly. raiding has not gone away. Yeah. In no, fact, I, uh, it's kind of just been enshrined mm-hmm. in how business is done on the regular. Yeah. Um, so this is a, a tactic uh, that was introduced right at the beginning of the neoliberal era, right mm-hmm. in the 70s. Yep. Um, where basically, like, the, the first strategy was the uh, the leveraged buyout or the, the hostile takeover. Oh, yeah. That's the most commonly known term, the hostile takeover. Mm-hmm. And that's basically where the raider would buy enough voting shares to force the company to take some measures to increase the share value, including layoffs, replacing management, or selling the company off, uh, which is what uh, Frank ended up doing at the end of that Always Sunny episode. Right. Sold it to the Chinese. Right. Uh, which, you know, that's a good strategy. <laughs> yeah. Um, so the leverage buyout is a variation of that where um, not only do they buy a bunch of shares, but they take out lo- they take yeah. out loans to do it. They so, literally just go into debt yeah. to take over a company. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, lever- yeah. leverage is like a business term that, that basically means the amount of debt that yeah. you're using in order to uh, take to take an action. Yeah. So if you if you hear about high leverage, it just means high debt. High debt. Yeah. 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 So, um, corporations attempted to do something to defend against this because they foolishly mm-hmm. thought this was bad for shareholders. Um, <laughs> so they include they started including this thing called a shareholder rights plan, which is more commonly known as a poison pill, mm-hmm. uh, named after the famous. Uh, cyanide capsules that spies would take when they got caught so they wouldn't get right. tortured and give away information or whatever yeah. which man that's always so, that's kind of sad to me like <laughs> killing yourself so you don't give up state secrets that, that's so pathetic man it really is yeah it really is but you know it's the sort of oh, thing I wouldn't want to tell anyone about the oh, US government's about, secrets you know, oh. so they have well the thing is um uh, you know, Mr. 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 Reagan. Well, he 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 really likes touching his own butt, and uh, yeah, I, I I don't know what that means, but but I also caught his wife. He's gonna eat your butt, trying, yeah, and your friend's Reagan's butt a until butt his stomach's full of butt, butt, <laughs> butt stomach. <laughs> um, so. I should poison myself now. <laughs> so the way the the poison pill works is basically. If if one party buys a certain amount of shares in the company, so over a certain percentage of the of the shares in the company, um, then every other shareholder uh, gets offered additional shares, whatever shares are left over, at a right. discounted rate. So mm-hmm. like twenty twenty percent or more. Damn. So, so you almost want that to happen, right? So the idea it. is yeah. that. You get some raider coming in, yep. trying to oh take over your your life's work. Oh no! Trying to my take over work. your life's work, All your legacy. Work I've been doing the thing you've been planning to give to your children. My trust that you worked for all your life. Yeah, and he just wants to come in and just make you earn more profits. Damn! Fuck! What do I? What do? a fucking monster that guy is. Yeah. So, what you do is he's uh, just like me, but a bad one. Yeah. 
you so you buy a bunch of shares that dilutes the equity of the corporate raider. So mm-hmm. if he were going to buy five percent of the company, right. so say there's a hundred outstanding shares, he buys five of them. Damn. Then the poison pill. What activates. do I do? Poison pill. Poison pill. Shit. <laughs> well, so Mr. Reagan. Uh... <laughs> so then you buy a hundred shares at twenty percent off. So you pay for a hundred shares what you would spend on eighty shares. Damn. And now. The corporate raider only has two and a half percent of the equity. Shit, that's not enough to do shit. You can't do shit. So it's like special monopoly. Yeah. Um. And so, what happened with that is, uh, <laughs> there's there's now pressures against there's now pressure against this part this thing in a in a corporate charter because not only do they not really work very well at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, shareholders actually like it when com- when companies get acquired, <laughs> and the person who acquires it does a bunch of stuff to increase their share value. It's actually like one of their favorite things. So, so then I tried to poison myself, but, but then he touched me in the butt. <laughs> uh, yeah, and uh, I would like to just point out again that uh, companies get acquired when their share price is high, and they usually get paid a premium above the market rate for their shares. So if you get if you got someone coming in trying to acquire the company so they can do all the shit to them, uh-huh. not only are you going to be selling shares, you're going to be selling shares when they're at or near their peak right? and above what other people would buy them for. Jesus Christ. So why would you be against it's a weird. corporate raid? It's weird. That's so stupid. Yeah. Um, so there's other strategies that have been used to resist this foolishly. <laughs> Fucking fools. fools. Um, the main one that I, I've i noticed, not I didn't associate this with Defense Against Hostile Takeovers, mm-hmm. but one, mm-hmm. well, once I saw the, the line here, I was like, oh, yeah, companies do that shit all the time now. Yeah. Increase the debt levels on the balance sheet. Oh, so shit, yeah. The 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 weirdest company right now is Apple, uh, and the reason that they're weird is because they have huge mountains of cash. Yeah, every other major corporation has mountains of debt. Right, like like Netflix. Yeah. Oh they, yeah. Unsurprisingly, they're just borrowing insane balloon. amounts of yeah. money. Yeah. So that they can buy IP licenses. Yep. Yep. And the idea is like, oh yeah, eventually they dominate that shit. Eventually, right. maybe three decades in the future, <laughs> yeah. we'll be cash flow positive, and yeah, then, yeah, yeah. and then it'll, <laughs> and be then we'll start investment. paying dividends. Yeah, it's, it's hilarious actually. Um, so that's that's a very normal practice. Yeah. yeah. Um. And and the reason that 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 works is, um. Because hostile takeovers increasingly are in the form of leveraged buyouts. Yep. Um, in order to receive the loans that you need to do a leverage buyout, you the the company should have a high cash flow because that means it's a lower risk company. Mm-hmm. So you're less likely to get uh, capital from a bank to to buy a bunch of shares of a company if they have right. high levels of debt. Right. So nobody's gonna be doing a leverage buyout at Netflix anytime soon. No. No way. <laughs> Netflix seems like. One of those companies, like I was talking about earlier, where somebody basically just like drives up the speculation, yeah, and then gets everyone into it, and so then they're essentially able to sell away their rights, their stocks, whatever, 
at like a, a, a peak price and then walk away rich or semi-rich, yeah. you know? Um, I mean, it's all rich, but whatever. That's what I'm going to do. Yeah. I'll just own Netflix mm-hmm. and then I'll, uh, I'll drive people nuts, you know, because it's glitzy. Yeah. And it's really actually in debt. Then I'll go, I'll get the money, walk away. And then when the bubble pops, then, and this is where shit gets interesting, right? Once the bubble pops, then like everybody else, they don't have shit. They're going to just like slide into more and more poverty. And I'll be the person holding the the bag of money. Yeah. And I'll be fine. And I'll just uh, essentially mobilize their labor Uh in a more effective way than before. Okay. But can you make sure that you do that after season three of Knights of Sidonia comes out? Oh, for sure. Because I'm really I, excited to see what I, happens I'm, I'm next. really curious as well. Yeah. yeah. I haven't seen season two yet, so, you know, I think we've mentioned It's not that. bad. Yeah. That's actually not one of my favorite shows. That's just the only Netflix yeah, original like anime I can one. think yeah, of. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, do, do a sequel for Be the Beginning. How about that? Which one? Be the Beginning. I haven't seen that. It's, uh, it, it did not make much of a splash because the, the story... It's sort of the Sherlock effect, except I think people saw through it this time. Where mm-hmm. the story doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Okay, okay. The main characters have no like discernible real motivation or anything like that. Oh, okay. But I will say, the animation on that show and the the action on the show, which is very a very small proportion of the total show, extremely extremely good. One okay. of the best fight scenes I've ever seen. Really, um, in an anime. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Um, they must have practiced a lot for that. Yeah, they did. Yeah. Um, especially because they're so dang fast, you can't even see them. Yeah. Damn. Shit. When's the last time you saw someone moving that fast? Not since Jet Li, I think, was in his prime. All right. Um, what else we got in ho- in hostile takeover land, corporate raiding land? Um, oh, yeah. So the next thing to use to resist hostile takeovers is... Uh, oh, yeah, staggering yeah. elections of board members so that it takes a long period to replace a majority of the officers. So if they have like nine board members, they'll only elect three every year. Mm-hmm. So if you want to do a hostile takeover um, that requires, uh, you know, appointing uh, board members or whatever, then it'll take you at least a full year mm-hmm. to replace them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And one of my thoughts that I commented on our notes here is that like, by by trying to avoid takeovers in this way, they've also basically made their boards more conservative because they meet they they preserve their senior members longer, yeah. which is kind of how our government works as well, um, our Senate in particular and and our judiciary because it's like oh well we just want like our our personal vision to last and our mission and whatever the fuck you know because like who knows what the you know like this corporation is humming along and you just assume that like a hostile takeover is like oh those are the bad guys but what if the hostile takeover is like a bunch of people who actually want to like steer the company towards something better yeah and the old school is a bunch of assholes right yeah like we don't fucking know it's company to company case by case i mean they're probably all assholes, i know i can't honestly. imagine boards of directors being bad guys uh, all i can do is laugh um (laughs) yeah um but yeah like it's it's interesting because like in order to preserve their like their own corporate culture and direction 
you know, they're basically just making their board more conservative by default by preserving, you know, uh, a majority of some kind of like, yeah, existing officers, you know. Well, you know, once you get older and get a job and a house and a family, right, then right. you'll be conservative too. So. Right. Yeah. I'll just evolve into. You a don't talk so much somehow. shit. Okay. Yeah. Child. <laughs> 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 um, looking forward to hearing that in, at Thanksgiving. Oh yeah, this year. it's gonna be great. Um, so this this one is especially interesting to me. I mm-hmm. think this is probably the most applicable to leftist businesses that are looking to resist hostile takeovers from uh-huh. capitalists. Okay. Um, one company called PeopleSoft, which people pretty cool name. I have to say, yeah, yeah, pretty good one. They sound, People. they sound like they're down for the struggle. <laughs> um, <laughs> some kind of struggle. <laughs> <laughs> so they guaranteed its customers a refund several times over. I think it was like two to four times mm-hmm. of any license they paid for. If they were acquired by Oracle within a few years, Oracle's the big evil, uh, software right. corporation. Yep. That uh, owns, I think they own um, the Oracle database. Yeah, that's right. It's a type of SQL database. Anyway, yep. nobody cares about that. Um, <laughs> so if Oracle tried to acquire them, then they would have to pay like a huge additional amount of money to refund customers all these software licenses. Oh, uh, okay. Okay. Now that I like. Yeah. 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 So in this world that we live in now everything is already licensed yeah yeah like if you're a farmer who buys a tractor yep you don't actually buy a tractor you buy yep. a license to operate the tractor mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um so if if you are a leftist business and you are selling a product yep sell a license to buy the product yeah yeah or uh, you know this might be doable for products too i don't, I don't yeah. know if it requires sell a license, a license just a software a license company that's why they did it with licenses. to a license yeah but yeah just be yeah. like yeah, if anyone acquires this, then uh, we're going to give all the money back yep. to everyone that paid us. Yeah. And also a bunch yeah. of other money as well. Yeah. And then nobody will want to do it. Because guess what? PeopleSoft didn't get acquired within this period. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. It was effective. Yeah. Um, once it ran out, because um, this was, yeah, it was within like four years. Once it ran out, they did end up getting acquired after a while. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like immediately afterwards, but they did eventually get acquired. But... Not during this period. Um, yeah. So uh, that was the corporate rating section. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, oh. There's one more thing. Um, green mailing. <laughs> Pretty <laughs> funny name. Awkward term, yeah. Yeah. So green mailing is where you don't do a corporate raid, mm-hmm. but you threaten to do a corporate raid. Yep. And then you force the company to buy back a bunch of shares that you bought. Right. So you so act like as if you you're going to change a bunch of stuff. Yeah. You basically, you go and you buy a bunch of their shares. Yeah. And then you're like, hey, we're going to do a raid because we're going to take Listen over up, your fuckers. company. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, then the, and then the corporation is supposed to cooperate because they're like, oh, no, a raid. Uh. <laughs> like, we should totally, like, buy them back at a higher price so they can keep control. Which is weird because upon reflection of like the whole dynamic of the corporate raid as people began to understand it, like everything gets valued up. So mm-hmm. it's kind of a funny tactic. <laughs> so um, so lately I've been playing um, Assassin's Creed Black Flag. Okay, yeah. Which 
it's a pretty old game, so yeah. You know, I'm I'm way I've missed the boat. Sure. On that. Yeah. I mean, uh, I haven't to, played uh, it, so I've really missed the boat. No, no pun intended. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's all about boats. Right. Uh, but it was on sale, uh-huh, and uh, uh-huh. I didn't realize that the last Assassin's Creed game before the current one is is a pirate game. Uh-huh, pirates uh-huh. are extremely my shit. So like, I've just been thinking of stuff in terms of pirates a lot lately. Okay. So now I'm thinking that if you're a corporate raider, uh, you should be legally required to talk like a pirate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. Ours. Yes. We're here to take your shares. Maybe a corporate corsair. <laughs> <laughs> You best be hiring some new boards of directors <laughs> if you be wanting to keep your heads. <laughs> oh, that would be awesome. That would be fun. That would be the best new development yeah. in business. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but the MSM doesn't want us to know about that. <laughs> uh, all right. So that's all I have for that section. So we, we come to the conclusion of the show. Yep. Where we have a little news yep. episode for you. Wow, we're two hours in. That's cool. Yeah. I think we're just going to... I'm just going to leave this as a long episode, I think. Yeah, that's fine. Because we didn't have one last week, so that's we true. may as well. Yeah, we're, we're repaying our shareholders. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, listen, if if you are a Patreon subscriber, which you can become if you go to patreon.com slash neighborscience, you are a shareholder. Um, that's right. I mean, l- legally, according to the Patreon tiers, you yeah, are a, that's... a feudal landowner, but uh, <laughs> yeah. we're now all about business uh, yeah. and doing business. So yeah. uh, maybe I'll change up those tiers so that you're shareholders. Mm-hmm. Uh, non-voting, of course. Yeah. Unless you subscribe at the highest tier. And then you can have some votes, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Until then, we'll only just... only the number of votes in terms of the number of $5 pledges that you give us. Exactly. So if you give us $25 a month, you get five votes. How about that? (laughs) That's democracy, right? Yeah. I think that's how it works. Yeah. I mean, it's really just the tyranny of the majority, but whatever. (laughs) Uh, So you have something here about... uh, Oh, this is just something something. I've been fucking workshopping, and like you started working on the excel sheet as well yeah oh i thought um, i scrolled all the way down to the news item oh the, but, the news item um, yeah yeah but we'll if you just, want to talk we'll about this, that other then... shit nah it's fine no, well, okay. okay okay let's just do nothing we'll, interesting we'll, here. we'll do a blurb we'll do a okay. blurb real quick so so blurb I w- sounds like gross to me it's like a gross <laughs> word we'll do like a blurb um <laughs> <laughs> we'll do an afterbirth so so i've been thinking for a little while about like the um the kind of uh like equity pay scheme as applied to any given business and like because people are like oh you know you like the right wingers are like you just want free money or you want free shit or you want to take my money Uh or whatever the fuck it is right yes yeah Yeah. they're just constantly going on about that shit and you're like i just want to like have everyone be paid something reasonable right and like if there's some disparities like that's Maybe we'll figure that out, but like you know, it's weird. Uh, people on the right are very good at diagnosing what the intentions of the left are. It's really weird. Yeah, but the opposite does not apply at all. <laughs> yeah, it's um, it's weird. Yeah, yeah left leaning people are very bad at knowing what fascists yeah. are doing, which is, uh, by the way, uh, killing all of you, all of and taking you. all the power for themselves yeah, and doing whatever they want. That's what they want to do. Yeah. So yeah. Just in case you didn't, yeah, yeah. Know and that they'll yet. and they'll actually tell you that that's what they want to yeah. do, and you're like, they'll accuse okay. you of wanting to do the same thing, yeah. 
because but that's what they want to do exactly and and they'll accuse you because they want to do that but also because they're like well it's competition you know we want to do that so obviously you want to do that yeah and we can't let you do that so we're going to blame you of doing that and when you don't play ball we're going to laugh and tease and yeah. make fun of you and then we're still going to fucking do it yeah 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 but you guys want so, to take my property yep right that's right. That's actually true. Yeah, let's just fucking do that. Yeah, let's do that. You want to silence me because I disagree with you? Like, y- yeah, yes. because you're a fucking piece exactly. of shit. Yeah, yeah. You're you're literally talking about killing fucking Jews. What the fuck? You this are is, killing Jews. This is extremely <laughs> don't passe. do that anymore. Yeah, exactly. We're gonna take your guns away. Yeah, and then we're gonna shoot you with them. Yeah. It may or that's may not. That's my plan. May or may not be fun. Allegedly, but that's my not plan. up to you. The magic word, allegedly, that. <laughs> <laughs> that uh yeah. waves any legal responsibility my, for anything my I say. alleged plan <laughs> is to blow up the twin towers <laughs> alleged as in other people told me that's what my plan that's was right. that's, that's not right. that's not what i said allegedly i'm just re- relaying what they said about me mm-hmm. to you um yeah. so sorry I oh yeah, yeah that's fine so i just had like a very very short treatment here where i was thinking about like okay there's a corporate you know, like a, like a standard corporation where, and like the breakdown is, um, you've got one owner, like six, uh, uh, chief executive types, you know, type officers, um, it's 10 senior managers, 15 junior middle managers, 15 specialists, a hundred workers who are not management or specialists. And you've got like 10 crew who do like cleaning and shit like that. And that's your whole thing, and it's like 157. It's like a Hindu caste system. <laughs> it's basically well, that's how capitalism works. Yeah, yeah. So it's basically it's 157 people who are members of uh, members or or whatever the fuck of the firm, um, and then you've got um, a syndicate, which is 156 because we're just excluding the owner. But basically, each of them get. $10 million in like the net revenue that's actually going to be allocated to income. Right. Yep. So like we just pretend like we just magic wand away all the other calculations. Right. Okay. We're just like, everyone gets right. This is, we're just talking about income and there's 10 million in income to give away. The corporation is like, well, the owner, let's just say as owners generally do, they're like, well, I want 10% cause I'm the owner, you know, they take a million the top officers between them, they each take 330,000, you know, and the senior managers take 90 grand something. The junior middle managers take almost 70 grand a piece. The special specialists uh-huh, take make more like, than a junior manager. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There you go. Uh, the specialists, t- you know, make like 50 grand ish, you know, and then all the, like the bulk of the workers make like just under 40. I'm, I'm looking at this. I'm looking at this as more of like a uh, kind of a, a Midwestern plant or something like that, okay. you know? So like the salaries are not great. And actually this is pretty generous for some places. Um, and the crew, you know, they make just under 30 a piece. Um, and that spends most of the 10 million. Right. Uh-huh. So, you know, uh, we can, we can like, you can look at our notes and, and you'll see it, but that spends most of the 10 million. There's like another 200 grand left over and that would probably be converted to bonuses and some other shit. Um, which, you know, bonus, I hardly even know us. (laughs) Neither do I, I don't even know myself, but, but a lot of us are fairly familiar with this kind of like wager salary breakdown. Like the differences are 
pretty normal, you know, and the, like, I, I made this to kind of simulate, if not be exactly, you know, like any given firm, but to simulate the kind of proportions that we see in terms of pay and in terms of like the population of a firm. Um, and then I looked at, it, I was like, all right, so we take like a, basically like a, like a communist syndicate, yeah. you know, where ev- literally everyone who works there gets exactly the same amount of pay per you're assuming they're yeah, full time. That's one thing where I can't justify any other situation. Like there's yeah. no reason to pay anyone more or less than anyone else. Yeah, exactly. And and I everyone just, should just get an equal share of the exactly like revenue if you pitch that you allocate basically to, the same to amount. paying labor. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And it's like everyone there is treated as an owner or like an equal partner. And so it's literally just like 10 million divided by 156, and they all end up with $64,000 a year, which for everyone is a comfortable salary. Yeah. And you like don't have to fucking worry about a goddamn thing. I mean, at least yeah. in, you don't have to worry about bonuses, you don't have to worry about anything else. Yeah, yeah exactly. Not exactly. in like San Francisco. Or well, yeah, but that, San Francisco but yeah. and other places like that are spiked yeah. by um, real estate and, and other concerns, yeah. which are also capitalist mechanisms. And yeah. so like in this case, you know, again, we're talking about like a kind of a semi Midwestern situation you know, where it's maybe like it's a city like St. Louis. Aggregate or average like, America. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. And like 64 is plenty for most people to make it. Yeah. Um, you know, even regardless. When I, dude, when I just started making 50000 I was like, this is fucking crazy. Oh, yeah. Dude. Oh, yeah. It's so insane what a difference <laughs> it is between. Like, it really is. before that, I was making like $18,000 a year. And yeah. Was, yeah, which is just abysmal. I was eating trash. Yeah, exactly. Literally yeah. eating trash. Yep. Um, yep. Just drinking Sobieski vodka because that's all I could afford. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, like, my point in this is that everyone in a syndicate or something like this, this kind of equal, like, equity-based structure would easily have a comfortable salary. We're talking about, like, a salary, like, in a monetary system. Like, yeah. That's not even getting to like a money free system. Like we're just talking about like if there's money involved, yeah. you know, and labor involved, everyone in this kind of structure would have a comfortable salary. The only money free system is a, a state free system. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. We're not even trying to be that revolutionary in this particular document. Yeah. We're just saying like in the like in the times we have with the structures we have, what if we did this? Yeah. And if we just removed the like the pyramid of like the owner manager underclass structure and just made it into everybody gets the same shit to just be there and do the work. Yep. It'd be fucking great. It right. really would. Like it's just arithmetic and you would actually eliminate a lot of the accounting labor because it wouldn't be like, Oh, this person gets this and this person gets that. It'd just be like, everyone gets the same shit. Yeah. You know, and the accountants would get all sorts of days off if they felt like it. <laughs> yeah. And, and so. another thing that that would do is if, if there wasn't this corporate ladder where, you could conceivably get into a position where exactly. you're making a million dollars a year. Exactly. Which then is nobody's gonna be a like function of oppression. Nobody's yeah. gonna be like working overtime. Nobody's gonna be sucking up to the boss. Exactly. Nobody's gonna be snitching on you for, you know, getting high on your break or right. anything exactly. like that. Exactly. They're like, well yeah, just get it done and you're good. Yeah. yeah. I, I think equal pay, like more even than self management or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Because even those the worker self directed enterprises things um, they still say like, oh, the maximum difference in pay should be no more than like six times or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Which is, that's still crazy. Cause like yeah. if your lowest paid employee makes $20,000, then your highest paid employee could still make $120,000. Yeah. That's a huge difference. That's yeah. too much. Yeah. 
and if your lowest employee makes a, a living wage, like yep. sixty thousand dollars, then yeah. your highest paid employee can make three hundred sixty thousand dollars. Exactly. That's way too much. Nobody needs that. Yeah, exactly. Like, what so, the fuck is that even for? Yeah, just make yeah. it. Just make it all egalitarian. Yeah. There's no reason. Yeah. Especially because those inequalities, it's like you could you could maybe talk about oh well luxuries are nice and people have been there for a while but no 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 the no, only because the, the only justification cause... I could think of for this that doesn't immediately fall on his face mm-hmm. is uh, if you're doing business with other business people and you are a officer of your company yep. then you have to portray the image that you are right. high status right what's but funny you could easily do that like. Like, oh, yeah, there's a company car. Yeah, ex- you exactly. You get a company car. Yeah. But you don't get any more money. Exactly. You get a, we'll give you a suit, a nice looking suit. Right. Well, and, 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 and here's the other thing is that that's, you know, and I'm not even trying to like go with the whole, you know, like, like peasant chic thing, but like uh-huh. that whole concept is itself a classist and state yeah. power based like concept of, um, like legitimacy, yeah. right? Because it's about legitimacy. It's about trust. And it's like, oh, well, if you don't look rich, then I can't trust you. Fuck you. Yeah. Die. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Plus, we need to be linking together anyway. So Exactly. Exactly. We should be grouping up with people who don't care how you dress. Exactly. Exactly. Or or at least... Are or who care how you dress in the sense that yeah, right, I want right. a CEO who wears a shirt that says not involved in human trafficking. Yeah, which is what you're literally wearing right now. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, man, we got to get some merch together but yeah, yeah. for our like 85 regular downloaders. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If you have any um, any ideas or art, that you could contribute for merch. Uh, yeah, we are looking to. If each of you gives us a penny a week. Something. We could make three dollars a month. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I will. Um, if yeah. if we do end up with merch, I'll do something like you know, you get a a discount. That's you know, if you contribute a dollar, you get ten percent discount. If you contribute five dollars oh, yeah. a month, you yeah, get a fifty yeah. percent discount or something like that. Yeah, kind of like the Kickstarter models yeah. with like, oh, if you do this to kickstart me, then you know we'll we'll give you the freebie and then like a bit of this. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, we we'll figure something out. Yeah. All right. So, um, real so quick, should we? That was all that. Should we should... do the the news item? Oh yeah. So this. Oh my god. Yeah. Um. This is incredible. It is, it is, uh, it's rough. I, I was just sitting there on the news, I think yesterday, coasting around, and I saw this fucking headline about our friends, quote unquote, ch- communist China. Our friends, the cockroaches. The cockroaches. Uh, Sorry, I'm not calling Chinese people cockroaches, <laughs> yeah, if that's no, no, what it sounded no. like. Uh, headline, Chinese staff Forced to drink urine and eat roaches. Managers at a Chinese wow, is this, firm. Is this a uh, Snowpiercer? <laughs> I know, right? Oh, <laughs> fuck. That movie was intense. Um, <laughs> managers at a Chinese firm have been jailed for making staff who failed to reach sales targets drink urine and eat cockroaches. Uh, I saw the term sales targets and I was like, ah, oh, yes, good old communist China yeah. meeting their sales targets. That's extremely egalitarian. Socialism with telemarketer characteristics. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right, right, right. Oh, my God. Um, social media posts alleged staff were told to eat cockroaches if they did not meet targets. Um, 
I guess the cops came in after videos emerged showing workers being whipped with a belt oh my and god quote drinking a yellow liquid which wow i mean like how many yellow liquids are there to drink there's uh, well, like three you know it could be inca cola yeah it could be exactly <laughs> like you're in there's inca cola there's like tea if lemonade. it's yellow tea there's lemonade i guess but lemonade doesn't yeah. really look so like pee for, yeah exactly unless it's bad oh lemonade. my god yeah or bad pee fuck and then that's uh, like that's like post uh, six pack pee. That's what lemonade looks like. Yeah, right, right, exactly. Where <laughs> okay, you, so like, there's really a picture holding here. It. Yeah, I social mean, media is it's it's pretty bright yellow. Yeah, that's not really looks a like urine it's in color, but it's also very blurry. It's very blurry. Yeah, these are like some blurry ass like video. Uh, stills and also there's um, a paper that's in English, so I'm now I'm doubting whether this is even in China. This, this was probably made says in the like Shanghai Russia something. or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, that could be from anywhere, though. Yeah, it could be anything. Uh, and these are like these are like uh, <laughs> like those paper cups you get at the dentist or like at a water cooler. That's right. the size of them. They're like yeah. pretty big. They're yeah, it's like about probably six to eight ounces each. And in, the, um, in this picture, someone is pouring one into another, like trying to make like sure that they get it out. Yeah, yeah. even amounts of <laughs> just, pee. They're like equalizing the piss. <laughs> like we're gonna punish yeah. you, but we don't want the punishment to be unfair. Right, right. Like <laughs> you're all gonna drink equal amounts of pee, <laughs> equal, and amounts equal amounts of, of piss roaches. drinking. And <laughs> <laughs> they're like sitting there, like slicing the roaches into equal portions. Yeah. Oh my god. Um, all right, so, everyone, count how many roaches you have in your hand. <laughs> all right. Oh, I think I'm. I think I'm down. Oh, I, I have six. All right, I well, have seven. Who who needs one? <laughs> we got an extra you, over here. You over here? Yeah. <laughs> I only oh got four. Yeah. <laughs> I got a whole one and it's still moving around. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, Jesus. It says <laughs> it's a, it's the latest in a string of cases of Chinese firms employing unusual measures to punish, shame, or encourage their staff. Encourage. Okay. Uh, previous reports have alleged cases of employees slapping each other at a company event to boost motivation and staff forced to crawl on a public road or kiss rubbish bins as a punishment or for team building. Okay. Now, I would rather okay. crawl on a public road. Yes, yes. Or kiss rubbish bins than eat cockroaches. Yeah, yeah. I would that rather do really that. Bad. That's more like, that's that's just contact. That's not ingestion. Now, drinking pee, on the other hand, yeah. how is that a punishment? Yeah, I mean, if the Proud Boys can do it, <laughs> right? Do they do that? <laughs> Isn't that the joke? I don't know if it's a running joke. The only joke that truth. I know about the Proud Boys is they don't jack off. <sighs> oh, yeah. Well, they say they don't anyway. But yeah, um, I thought there was like a... That like a running joke that the Proud Boys drink piss to get in or something. Hmm. Um, I mean, I would believe. I know it. Gavin, not Gavin. Yeah, yeah Gavin McGinnis. Gavin McGinnis. Gavin, yeah. Gavin McGinnis. Gavin McGinnis. Yeah, he hates being called that, so I got to make sure to yeah. call him that all the time. Gavin. Yeah, Gavin McGinnis. Gavin McGinnis uh, yeah. did try to shove something up his ass on camera. Oh yeah. Um. Well, he probably failed because he's not strong pee. enough. Yeah. 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 Including his butthole. His right. butthole's probably not that strong either. It's not that strong. He's probably afraid. Or or lithe and flexible. Right. Yeah. Right. So. Not skilled. An unskilled Couldn't butthole. even get a chopstick up there. God. Not even a dime. Yeah. Yeah. Well, chopstick's like a, a little smaller than a dime. I well, think, I mean, a dime is like narrow. Oh, yeah. Like it's true. thin. Okay. Yeah. I mean, theoretically, I, would, I should be able to pop these earrings up by like turning it like a button, but I can't do that because yeah. it, yeah. it still gets stuck. 
It's still pretty pretty big. I can't argue I with know. science. Yeah. I can't argue. So, uh, <laughs> I guess that's all we have. It, I, I've we got only, nothing else. We, we only it's, have uh, uh, two hours and uh, 21 minutes of audio. <laughs> so. Yeah, it's, it's been a long one. Really slacking off that's here. That's what she said. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure Chris's roommates love us right now. Oh, yeah. So. They're, they're, they're bursting in and out of the bathroom <laughs> in their bedrooms right now. <laughs> It's like making noise. They love they love running water. <laughs> it's like their favorite thing. <laughs> <laughs> and <All right>. socialism. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, so if you enjoyed that episode, uh, check out our others. Uh, I finally got the actual domain name set up and everything. So we are neighborsciencepodcast.com. Neighborsciencepodcast.com now. Uh, and that goes to our Podbean site where we have all of our episodes. You can search by tag. You can search by search terms. You can, you know, look at them. Just appreciate browse them. around. Uh, I have a page of, of neighbors, our, our podcast neighbors. So that currently mm-hmm. includes Goth Angel Sinners and Left oh, yeah. Hendo. Yep. Uh, so check those two podcasts out. Um, if you're interested in becoming one of our neighbors, uh, let me know. Uh, just shoot me a DM on Twitter. I'm at Handle of Rye. Yeah. And uh, I'll put your podcast up there. Unless it sucks. And then... All rights won't. reserved. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Chris is at Solidarity underscore Goth on Twitter. Yep. Although he's trying to be a good boy and not, not be on there very much. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, All about uh, being a moderate. <laughs> <laughs> um. I'm. I already said my name. At uh, yep. the podcast account is at Neighbor Sci Pod, and then we also have a Facebook, which is Neighbor Science. Just search Neighbor Science on there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Instagram at Neighbor Sci and Neighbor Science. Um, leave us a review on wherever you get your podcasts. Yep. Yelp. Uh, and if you don't get your podcasts on Pinterest. iTunes, also leave us a review on there because that's where most people get podcasts. Uh, so that affects us the most and, uh, I think that's it. Yeah. There's something that I always forget. Um, and then once every like, wash your hands, wipe your buttholes. I'm like, Oh yeah, I should have been mentioning socks after shoes in the plug section for like the entire time that we've been on the air, but I don't know what it is. Um, Shoot for center mass. I don't know. There's, there's so many things. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what you said, but sure. Yeah, sure. Sure. Yeah. Anyway, bye. All right, bye.